0: hello and welcome to another episode of dungeon boys we are still in between the curse of strahd and season two uh and we are about to turn the show over to josh who is our dm for this little one shot we're doing which turned into a two episode one shot um really the 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 naming convention could use some work but it doesn't matter because we're doing it but uh I'm going to turn it over to Josh without even introducing myself so he can get things going. Josh, the floor is yours. Neat. So
1: with that, we don't even know who you people are. Keith, I know that you're usually the DM. I got the hot seat tonight. Kind um, of explain your character in like one breath.
0: One breath. I am Colin, the Dragonborn Bard, who is Dragonborn to critique and be a little bit snooty.
2: There you go. breath in there.
0: That was a slight breath. You shut your mouth. Right. I have to I have to breathe. I'm not a reptile like you.
1: <laughs> All right, Xenus, you me. you get three quarters of a breath. What you got? Three
3: quarters of a breath. That was it. My name <laughs> I am Xenus uh, playing as Hamu, the kobold monk, uh, way of the ascendant dragon. He reveres Bahamut and believes that dragonborn are the next evolutionary step for kobolds and followers of Bahamut. So, you know, there it is. That'll do it. And then
1: Bryce,
2: you got a half a breath. Bruce. <laughs> Behold the Bruce. That is all you need to know. I yeah, am I'm- Bryce and I'm playing as Bruce Goodale. Uh, that is a funny because he is a brewmaster and he brews good ale. Um, he is also a druid. He uses his magic druid powers to grow rare plants and such like that that are good additives for his ales so he makes the best Nice.
1: i like it i like it i like it anybody want to give us like a quick rundown of what happened last week or i guess that's a whole party kind of deal people turned into pools of blood they right did. that normally happens and when we're involved so
2: first things we were clearing out a mine Thought the whole game was going to take place in that mine because mines are spooky and this is supposed to be a spooky campaign. We
0: were a little bit confused.
1: It's all good. It's all good. So your job was to clear out some stuff in a mine, hoping to get some uh, some cool, cool rewards and and earn your blue cloaks for the blue cloak guild and
2: be like an elite in your profession. After murdering four dust bunnies and a spider, we one and a half hours later, we emerged from the mine victorious and we're going to receive our robes of majesty when all of a sudden uh, did we see did we see the comet and all that
1: yeah it, we kind of started like in the middle of everything instead of like having a 3 hour lead up to okay let's have an adventure yeah. we just jumped right into it so the party had noticed a uh, a strangely colored comet that was in the sky overhead and uh, it was a big celebration outside for the uh, the Spring thaw, and they're going to get back to uh, mining up in the fields. They're trying to open this new mine, and a light shone down from the comet,
2: and a wave of necromantic energy washed over the land. Some people got turned into hamburger meat, right? Yeah. Other people's got mutated, like into little zombie type deals. Mm-hmm. And we are apparently unaffected. Um, apparently, it, it is apparent that that is the case. Apparently, we, we do not know that for a fact. Um, but we are on the run from the mine and we are headed towards the river where we will take a boat down to the next town to get help for this town. Right. Correct. Okay, cool.
0: Which some of us are thinking it might be an exercise in futility considering the transformation of a whole town into walking corpses, but it seems like the best plan we've got.
2: (laughs) Yeah.
1: Well, and it was, uh, I, it was a quick description because I was trying to have like a sense of urgency to it, but I will slow down to explain quickly. The light, the wave of necromantic energy that came down when this this purplish light kind of came from the comet and washed across the land, things were revealed. Like the the ever favorite skin kites were flying up in the sky. Ooh. You didn't know what those were yet.
0: Did, don't like those, right? Right.
1: I'll make sure to get you a stuffed one. You can uh, sleep with it every night.
2: Hmm. So this might be meta and might be something we're supposed to be figuring out on our own. Maybe. It might be something you're willing to explain. But is the stuff like the skin kites and things like that, was that stuff there? It's just this new necromantic light has revealed that it was there? All I can
1: tell you is what your character actually saw.
2: Okay. So your character did (laughs) not see
1: anything there and the light washed over the land and then it was there.
2: Gotcha. Okay.
1: So Bryce, just like a, it revealed a certain layer that
2: was I, I'm, I'm leaning back. I'm trying to pull up my character sheet and stuff like that. OK, gotcha. Sorry. My B. There you go.
1: So anyway, we got a town, a town full of Zambos. The celebration was interrupted. They made it across the festival grounds and they have entered into the little small village that has popped up around this mine to kind of cater everybody. They met with the innkeeper who kind of beckoned them inside, offered them a free room and board they would just kind of help them keep that door closed for the night and uh, keep out all the bad things.
0: We opted for plan B.
1: (laughs) Plan B was opted. So there was a dwarven woman who was there who was saying that we need to just chuck these fellas out on their butts because obviously they caused all this. Um, Keith Ka-Lin, in his charming ways, charmed the... uh, Well, he's pretty much furniture... uh, (laughs) I, I forget the guy's name, Guari, that's him. Guari, a very, very large, very large dwarven fellow, uh, has now very quietly and not in so many words agreed to help you out in this one. So he has now rushed out the door and has uh, got his arms open wide, pretty much like a bulldozer, just walking casually through a horde of zombies, just kind of pushing them ahead of
2: him. Mm-hmm. And out of the depths of that man-made hell came a giant of a man that the miners <laughs> knew well. Big John. He picked, up, he picked up the timber that gave out with a groan, and like a mighty oak tree, he stood there alone. Big John. Man, big what
0: a, John. What a what a what a line! Like a mighty now, that's oak a tree. Character right there. He stood yeah. there alone. <laughs> big man. John.
1: All right, Let, so let's get it. Let's get up on in there. So y'all, y'all kind of rushed out. You were like, We we're done with us. You rushed out into the into the night. And as soon as you went outside, there was a ghoul there to meet you. He was dispatched handily, but two of his buddies came around the corner and they're like, Oh, snacks. So we begin our adventure tonight. So you have just exited a little ramshackle inn, which has been quickly constructed. Yep. I see some shapes are being made here. Yep. Got some shape
0: going on. I like it. I like it. I'm trying to kind of base it off of memory.
1: Yeah, just some little uh, little stuff going on. This town is just very, very quickly being constructed just to kind of cater to this mine. Nothing looks like it's more than a couple of months old at this point. So,
2: Average D&D town, you say? Say no more. I'll draw it from memory. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, so on the north side of this thing, uh, about five hundred feet in a northward direction, that is where the river is at. Okay, and then the opposite direction—I think we said about five hundred feet the other way—that was the entrance to the mine that y'all had to navigate through all
2: that. So, river is directly northwards, right? River
1: is directly in a northwards area. So,
2: are the two ghouls between us and the river?
1: Um, over in this area right here because I've only got the mouse over here, and it's kind of hard to do mouse, keyboard, and DN, DM at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Guari is over here. He is completely surrounded by a bunch of these Zombos, and he is just kind of like pushing them in a in a little wave out ahead of him a little bit. Nice. But more coming in, more coming in, more coming in.
0: Zombies. Those red worm-like zombies everywhere.
2: Right. But we encountered two specifically, right? Right. So you got...
1: I'm doing this with a mouse, do not laugh. you not you got a ghoul there and a ghoul here, which has just come around El Corno. And they have spotted you people. Oh so, shoot. Roll your initiative. Do, nat brother. 20. Nat 20. See. <gasps> nat 20! What? <laughs> roll it again. <laughs> How are we opening a game with two Nat 20s?
0: I because don't want to of- use it here, but it's <laughs> I'm I'm not God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't tell the dice where to go.
2: What'd you get on your second roll, Keith? Oh, I need to roll again. Uh, well, we both 13, got a nat 20. 13. Oh uh, I got a six. Right. You go. You have the more natural twenty.
3: Z bro, what you got? I got a twenty one. Oh, <laughs> though, it <is.
2: laughs> though it is unnatural.
1: It is unnatural, but it is a higher number. We're gonna say that one is gonna gonna go to the first. Wait,
0: that's actually, not, no, nat twenty. Yeah, not we're works. gonna do
1: we're gonna do yours first, Keith.
0: Yeah. yeah, and then Bryce. Then,
2: and then Bryce's. Kiki, yes. if you're here still, that's a uh, learning point for you. We use mostly 20-sided die for just about everything. And if you get a 20 on the 20-sided die, that's pretty much an instant success for uh, basic things.
0: Trudis. Nice.
2: But because me and Keith both got nat 20s, uh, we had to re-roll, and whoever got the highest number the second time actually went first.
1: Yeah. Nat 20 is automatic. You got it. All right. So it looks as though, Keith, you got this one. What you got for me?
0: All right. I see those things coming around the corner, and mm-hmm. I take a moment to familiarize myself with my spells. Um, I got a couple spells here, but I'm not exactly sure which ones I might want to use.
1: Okay. Just for reference, we're looking at a map here. I'm just gonna say they're about they're about twenty feet away from you.
0: Okay. Um I'm going to cast what is something that will be probably quite frightening uh if it if I pull it off. I'm gonna cast hideous laughter on the one on the right. Nice. Hideous laughter messed up. (laughs) <laughs> so, yes, this is a ghoul, an undead creature coming around the corner. Really? Uh, a creature of my choice that I can see within range perceives everything as, as hilariously funny and falls into fits of laughter if this spell affects it. The target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw against my save DC or fall prone, becoming incapacitated and unable to stand up for the duration. A creature with an intelligence score of four or less is an effect.
1: Okay. You said what, in, intelligence or what?
0: four or less, so I guess that would be like... It would have to have more than a minus five as a modifier, I guess, right? He's,
1: he's pretty close. He's 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 got a seven, so he's Heck pretty yeah. close. <laughs> I've right. noticed that he looks just a
0: little bit smart.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> Alright, so roll it up for me. I gotta pass what now?
0: Yeah, wisdom saving throw.
1: A wise, dumb saving throw. Alright, he is not, guess what, very wise.
0: Thank goodness.
1: It is a 17.
0: Good God. Okay, well, he just... He's just just laughing on his way to us, and he doesn't fall down. <laughs>
1: okay, so <laughs> he's he's kind of got like a little a little tremor, a little shake going on, and a little twinkle to the eye. But otherwise, it's not really incapacitated in in that manner.
0: Boys, these things are smarter than they look. <laughs> Ironically,
1: he's got just like a baseline ten for wisdom. He's got a plus zero on wisdom. I'm not really how, sh- how really sure how that works on a ghoul.
2: Baseline ten is. Zero, I mean that's that is. I know, but he's got baseline. like an,
1: he's got like a negative intelligence, but he's got a higher wisdom than intelligence. Weird. So.
2: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. he is a creature of instinct, so that makes sense in a weird way.
1: Yeah, I could, I, yeah, I guess
2: so. I guess so. Back to the game. RP. It's um, your
1: turn. Yeah, do the thing. Unless Keith, you got anything else? Bonus actions or no?
0: Um, bonus action. Yeah, I think I am going to do a quick little bonus action. Okay. I got. I'm going to use a bardic inspiration. Okay. Um. And usually Hamu is the one who is goes in and like punches things, so I want him to have the the extra dice if he needs it. Uh, oh. So I turn, I pull my my lyre off my back and I strum it one good time, and I <laughs> say, I say to Hamu, "May Muhammad bless
3: you." Uh, <laughs> w- hold up, <laughs> my um my computer was doing stuff. No, I wanna I wanna say to that like, do are we? What does it look like, Keith? When that happens, do I feel like bolstered in some way? Yes,
0: you feel bolstered. You feel as though the next thing you do has the has a magical push behind it. Uh, And what that really translates to is that my I have a I give you a bardic inspiration die. So uh, once within the next ten minutes, you can roll a d8. Uh, and add it to your ability check attack roll or saving throw whatever you make next Uh, if you want to add it you can choose when you add it Uh, and you can add it after you roll but before josh tells you whether you succeed
3: cool so when you um when you do that and I, i see you and you you say what you say uh hamu like turns back to you and just with with just like not necessarily shock, but he's like in awe and he's just like, you have blessed me greatly. I will
0: remember. Well, yes, don't don't disappoint Muhammad by letting us die.
2: Get out there. And then he turns around. <laughs> Sounds a lot like you're saying Muhammad.
0: Also, don't disappoint him as well.
1: <laughs> right. Or just in general, just don't disappoint.
0: Yeah. Alright, anybody else you got? Nope, I'm done with that. No other blessings you want to chuck out? I do want to, like, if I'm far away, I want to move into the group. Okay, so i moving myself right in. in. Yep.
1: So, like, the end, let me grab the mouse. It's kind of backwards on me. Um, Where'd it go? Alright, so on the end, I'm just going to take, like, a little yellow right here. Um, there's a <clears> door right there that y'all just came out of, so that is the front of the end right there. Gotcha. Okay, alright, so it is now Bruce Goodale's turn
2: cool i would like to cast the cantrip mold earth Ooh. i can choose a portion of dirt or stone that i can see within range that fits within a five foot cube and manipulate it in one of the following ways uh, if you target an area of loose earth you can instantaneously excavate it move it along the ground and deposit it up to five feet away so, can I excavate the ground underneath one of those guys and deposit it around the hole that I excavated? I don't see why not. So, it's a five foot hole with a five foot wall. So, it's got like a 10 foot hole.
0: <laughs> okay. All right, I- Stanley, yell nets. <laughs> <laughs> Bryce is earth bending. I love it.
2: Hey, I'm a druid. It's what I do. <laughs>
0: You got
2: to
1: go digging M holes.
2: So yeah, I guess uh it doesn't it's it specifically says it does not cause any damage. It does not have enough force to cause any damage. Right. Um but I suppose you'll have to make a climbing check to be able to get out though.
1: I could kind of see that, yeah. All right, so I'll make a hole. It's a brown hole. Are you going for for the first one or the second one? Um I'll
2: go for number two. Number doso.
0: The one that's laughing maniacally?
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, he'll be laughing too hard to concentrate on climbing out.
0: That's the hope.
2: <laughs> okay, um, also I have, um, I cast mage armor before we started this run last week. Mm-hmm. And it lasts for 8 hours, so I still got that. Yeah, And know. my shillelagh lasts for 1 minute. Mm-hmm. Um, I have not cast it since we left the inn. Um, Zenas, you said I can use a action cantrip and a bonus action cantrip. Uh,
3: you can use a bonus action spell with an action cantrip, so I assume the same rule applies for cantrips.
2: Okay, cool. Then I'm gonna cast Shillelagh on my uh, staff. Yes. Nice,
1: Shillelagh. Just readying that one up for next go <clears throat> round.
2: Yeah,
3: gird it. Okay. All right, Hamu, what you gonna do for us today? Um, well, I'm gonna do as I do, and I'm gonna go up there, and I'm gonna punch. Um, I'm gonna punch. Gonna gonna punch that one, uh, number one. Okay. I'm gonna yeah. start in, the, the laughing hole. Right in in the punch. Right in the punch. Right in the punch. Uh, let's see. I can do. I can do some type of special damages when I do it. Okay. Um. You got plenty of movement. Yeah, it, yeah, it's like 20 feet. You're good. I'm gonna with each, hit, <clears throat> um, I'm gonna punch him. I'm gonna punch at him three times. It's gonna deal cold, fire, and lightning damage, respectively. Ooh, okay, so let's see if I can punch him up. Uh, 22, yeah, uh, 19, yeah, and uh, 11. No, so you got one, two, but you
1: you zoomed past on a three, um, eight,
3: eight, so sixteen damage to that guy. Sixteen. All right, that was number one over there. All
1: right, he's um he is definitely bloodied, but he's still hanging in there. Got anything else for him? Uh, no, that's all I'm gonna do. Nice. Okay. So, yeah, you're coming in with these old elemental attacks, but that last one just kind of whiffs right past him as he kind of stumbles a little bit. Yeah, you definitely put a hurting on that one right there. So, Don't it is now now.
0: bardic inspiration when you need it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> somewhere, somewhere, David Bowie just winked a little bit.
0: I now remember why playing a bard was hard, because, like, the way I can help is... Only if we all remember, I can help. And many times <laughs> I would forget <laughs> that I
3: could help. Well, you're mostly uh, like a control type character. You kind of buff and debuff, so you're not too great at combat. You're more indirectly moving the battlefield around.
0: I don't know about that, Zenus. I brought a slingshot and ball bearings to this adventure, so I'd oh, say you're I'm right. You're pretty pretty much a warrior.
3: I stand corrected. You packed a <laughs> mean punch in there with your steel <laughs> balls. A verified badass right there.
0: I love holding my slingshot in this fight.
1: <laughs> Just ready to cut loose. Yeah. Love it. Alright, it is now ghoul number Uno's turn. He is going oh, to you. claw upon you, Ohamu. He can try. I mean, he's gonna try. We're gonna find out. It's a 22 to hit. What well, are going to do? <laughs> oh, no. Okay. It is 2d4 plus the old two of damage. So that is a two. That is a two plus the old two. That's kind of like a six. So you take six of them slashing damage. I take it. Are I you an elf that. or an undead? Probably not. What? So you don't have to succeed on a DC 10 Constitution save throw.
3: Okay, I'll do it. There you go. No, no. Uh, that's, that's an 11. So okay, that passes. Nice.
1: Very, very a nice. Scaly hide of my teeth. I tell you what. That's all he's got. That's all he's got. Number two, ghoul number two is going to attempt a strength check. To climb up out of this hole that he has now found himself in, he's finding, he found it amusing. He is still kind of like a very raspy, just just like a cackling going on. But he is confused by the hole. So let's see if he's got it. That's a whole lot of confusion. That is not. That is not. He's got a he got a six to get out of that hole. So ain't happening. <clears throat> so he's gonna stay down in yonder hole, uh, Gwari. Your, uh, your very uh, easily convinced large dwarven friend, is uh, he has moved forward another five feet and gathered another five zombies behind him. Nice. However, there are now some that are trying to come in from the sides. The, the zombie horde is beginning to grow and press in against him. Bryce is moving it on El Mapo. Nice. <laughs> there you go. He's doing a thing. And guess what? It was kind of fun while it lasted, fellas, but there's uh, there's two more ghouls coming up around the corner. Uh-oh. Yep.
2: To us? Coming around yeah, the corner. Yeah, they're
1: coming around the other corner. Up and down the behind. street. Behind. Like, so, so they were on like the top corner of the end. You got two more coming around the other corner at the end.
0: So uh, below us or?
1: Here, let me put it on the map. Yeah, it's going to be below you on the map. Okay.
3: Okay, I got see.
0: some medicine for this as long as my spells work. I got a G3. But everybody got- knows I'm not good at casting spells. So, Oh, you got us. You got us. Bryce never lets me forget. Oh, you don't know how to cast spells. Well, bam, bam, bam.
2: making sure you don't forget.
0: You're right. right. <laughs> Lest I forget. Lest we forget. Where's your delete button, Bryce? Oh, you just use the backspace? I got you.
2: Yeah, the delete button is uh, built into the.
0: It's so bizarre. I'm just going to be K, by the way, instead of KL. That was confusing. I just want to say that I'm. I've got my initiative
1: order going on here. Yours is K. Bryce is B. Zenus, yours is H.
3: Why'd you have to screw me up like that? Heinous. What? What, <laughs> would, what would the next have been? Z. Yeah. Oh yeah, Keith press Oh yeah, I see yeah. it. All right, so that one is going to be.
1: <laughs> All yeah, right, yeah. so that that uh, Ghoul number three is actually going to get his attack in. He is going to run straight for you, Bruce. He's coming to you with a claw. It
2: didn't. It didn't use his turn or his movement speed to get from behind the end. Now he just showed up into the initiative order. Well, that's convenient.
1: Isn't it? So, he uh, he's probably not doing a whole lot. Uh, with the old claw attack, he's got a seven. Is that going to hit your AC? That will not. All right. But he is just going to park his lovely self right up here in your face.
2: Hey, Isn't guys, it? I don't think there's any end to these things out here. We're probably going to need to get a move on pretty soon. Yes, I'd like to get away.
1: All right. All right. Top of the order. Going back to Kylin.
0: G4 is not getting a turn. Not yet. I rolled up an initiative. Okay, he's gotcha. actually going to go after Hamu. I understand. All right. Um, I just inserted them into play. Bruce, do you think you can you can get away from from that goo there?
2: Yeah, I should be all right.
0: All right. I'm going to try something. <clears throat> I'm going to cast another little spelly do. Uh, shoot, man, I'm almost out of third, uh, out of second level spell shot slots. I hope this works.
2: Maybe um, if Keith knew how to be a spellcaster, he wouldn't run out so much. <laughs>
0: yeah. I've been trying to do some work here. I'm going to class cast crown of madness on ghoul number one. God. Okay. One humanoid, go to number one. These would count as humanoids, would they not? Yeah, they are humanoid. One humanoid of my choice that I can see within range must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or become charmed by me for the duration. While the target is charmed in this way, a twisted crown of jagged iron appears on its head and a madness glows in its eyes. The charmed target must use its action before moving on each of its turns to make a melee attack against a creature other than itself that I mentally choose. The target can act normally on its turn if if I choose no creature or if none were within its reach. On your subsequent turns, you must use your action to maintain control over the out, over the target or the spell ends. Also, the target can make a wisdom saving throw at the end of each of its turns. On a success, the spell ends. So, yeah. wisdom saving throw.
1: Unless it's a very low number that he's got to pass. He rolled a six.
0: Heck yeah! Take that crown of madness. He had to beat a 15. He's got that crown of jagged thorns
1: just appearing out of nowhere. Right there on, on his the own piece. Now, he attacks a creature of your choice every turn, on, right? Melee attack.
0: On its turn. So we won't do anything on its turn, but I get to choose what creature it attacks. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. And
1: he's got to re-roll that every turn, right?
0: Uh, at the end of his turn, he can re-roll. Okay. All right. He's not a super wise fella, so I got gotcha. you.
1: Okay. All right. So number one, ghoul number one up there in yonder Wait, corner. Hold on.
0: Oh, unless you're... Were you saying it's his turn I was going to move? No, no. It's, I was okay, just sorry. saying
1: he's, he has got the crown of thorns going on.
0: Splendid. Splendid. All right, go ahead. Do your thing. Now I would like to move. How, how big are our squares? 5 feet or 10 feet or what? He's about 20 feet away. I'm going to say those are 10 foot squares. All right. I'm going to move over here to Hamu. And I'm going to say to Bruce as I leave... Bruce, I believe I have control over this ghoul. It shouldn't bother Hamu anymore. We might be able to break through and get to the river. And I run over to Hamu, and I also tell him, you shouldn't have to worry about that ghoul much longer.
2: Excellent. (laughs) (laughs) Good work there, Kai. Thank you.
1: I kind of see. I kind of see Hamu as, like, a very small, very scaly Christopher Walken. <laughs>
3: uh, yeah, he's he's very wild <laughs> as well,
2: so. Just personality-wise, little squinty eyes, too. You see it in my turn? I suppose. Cool, I'm going to use my action to disengage from G3. No, okay. And run. Oh, which way? Towards them.
1: Okay. Straight up.
2: Straight up do now do tell me you really guys, want to
1: go. like yeah. are you interposing yourself
2: or Are you I'm running away. So are you hoping to get your full thirty feet and head this way? Uh well, that's that's a lot of thirty feet. You said those is ten. Yeah, I was he down was, here. He was so right one, here. Two, three. three. I'll be right there. Yeah.
1: Rachon. Right okay. All right. Movement speed and disengage. Anything else you
3: got for me? That's it? Yeah, that's pretty much it. All right. Hamu. Um well I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just punch at this guy. Cause why not? I mean why not? Well. Also, uh is anyone of my friends within five feet of me?
2: All of us. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna
4: say
1: advantage. Keith is like right on the edge of that. So Kyle Lynn is right on the edge of your range. Cool.
3: Uh, okay, that's... Uh, whoop, whoop, uh, 23 for the first one. Oh yeah. And 21 for the second one. So yeah. I'm not going to use my bonus action to attack this turn. I'm just going to hope that the first two do it. So 5 and 7 damage of the fire variety.
1: Of number 1?
3: Yes. Okay, well,
1: um, I was gonna say, does that break the crown of madness? But number one is now deceased again. So, number one is now deadified, he slumps over into a pile of ghoulish corpse, and that's about it. That's all he does. So,
2: a pile of ghoul,
3: right? (laughs) Anything else you got? Yeah, um couple of things, depending. I turn to um, my two companions and I say,
4: So are we running away?
3: Uh,
0: that's my vote. Yes, that's the plan.
3: Good. And then I'm going to move uh my 40 feet of movement. Uh, well, what lies between where I am and upward 40 feet? Well, there's one ghoul corpse you got to step over a little bit. And then
1: uh, let's see, 40 feet, there's 10, 20, 30, 40. There's just like another little house over here on
3: your right hand side. That's about it. Okay. I just, I didn't want to like run into any zombies or anything on the way. But yeah, I do that. Nah, that's later. Excellent. <laughs> and then I, I like turn around to the guys and just like wave my hand and, and yell, come on. Nice. All right.
1: It is now ghoul number four's turn. He sees what's happening, what's going on, and he is going to shuffle his way up towards your area.
2: I'm trying, Hamu. I'm built more for torque than I am for uh, speed.
1: (laughs) All right, it is number two's turn. He's going to see if he can make another strength check to get up out of the hole. Can he do it? No, it is an 11. 11. So I'm going to say he kind of gets a little bit of a handhold on the side. He gets a purchase on it, but, uh, it just kind of, you know, it is, it is not fine stonework. It is just crumbling around his hands.
2: Yeah. It it's, it says it's loose earth. So yeah. he'd either have to dig it out or. Yeah.
1: It's just, it's, it's not happening. It's not happening. So it's pretty much like he is in his own grave at this point. So, all right. So going back down the line, it is number one's turn. He is going to sit there in a pile of dead ghoul. <coughs>
0: Number three. His crown of madness, glimmering.
1: His crown of madness, sadly, is no longer applicable, Keith, my man. It actually like evaporates in like a little black wisp of smoke and is no more.
0: It is all right. There's no
5: more.
1: Number three is actually going to see what's going on, but the door to the inn is still open and the innkeeper is still just inside the door trying to get everything closed back again after y'all rushed out seeing the innkeeper there and seeing your uh, fairly formidable party up ahead he is actually going to beeline it straight inside and head straight for the innkeeper you hear screaming inside the inn ah
0: that's a shame
2: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) moving on then (laughs) at least they all get to go out together
0: Yes, uh, utilitarian utilitarianism would say that we would be able to do more good by going down the river than saving the one innkeeper and dying ourselves, so I don't feel too terribly bad.
2: Yeah, getting help's more important than uh, that lady that wanted us to die anyway.
0: Yeah, she, she can suck it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go. All right,
1: before you beeline it behind Hamu, you actually can see just between those buildings as you're passing out of view Rory is still, still pushing ahead. He is making a mighty effort of this as more zombies are actually crowding in around him. He, he uh, managed
2: to push the building. <laughs> he
1: managed to push the building a little bit. Now, he's actually heading that way. And you you can see the, the zombies are starting to kind of press in around him. <laughs> it has become like a small wave of zombies at this they And they're, they're starting to kind of like topple over themselves World War Z style.
2: It's weird. There weren't even that many people in this town.
1: <laughs> well, there, were about, there were about 200 or so
3: outside during the thing so yeah I was just joking right but, I'm going yeah, to say ahead. this uh, as a possible like uh, kick in my own testes for the future but um, it'd be really cool if we have to fight Lori as a massive undead zombie creature later on would it? I don't want to do that <laughs> That's a that's a free I'm I my assumption is you already thought of it uh Josh but that's that'd be a cool thing to happen you never know that's what's cool. going to happen fellas the night is he young
0: is the beef prince mm.
1: Basically I mean he is nothing but muscle and like his entire body's a callus so yeah
0: <laughs> I am the callus <laughs> So he's just like a big
3: toe <laughs> <laughs> pretty much pretty he's much the yeah, father from cloudy with a chance of meatballs in his younger days
2: just <laughs> like an earthworm with a unibrow <laughs> yep there you go that is gori right there
1: oh my god so right. he is leading the charge and he is slowly getting uh getting engulfed in a wave ozombo over here
2: is so. this is, is he in the initiative is this his turn no i'm just kind to let y'all update? know what's
1: going on at the end of the round so okay all right it is now kyle lin's turn keep what you got
0: um, I've really got to stop wasting my spells on things that are about to die.
2: Yeah, it's kind of like you ain't never done this before.
0: C'est la vie. <laughs> uh, I don't I want to. What's in between, um, me and Hamu? Are those zombies still there in between us, or...?
1: Uh yes, I'm going to say that those zombos have actually kind of like shuffled off in a general Gwari direction. So okay. he's basically doing a little bit of crowd control for you.
0: Okay, so I'm hoofing it. I'm I want to meet up with with uh, Hamu up there. Okay, Hamu what up? Um other than that, I don't I don't think Heath. I want to yo
2: why, why you do me like that?
0: Oh, my bad, brother. <laughs> <laughs>
1: do grab that B and run
0: with it. I guess my brain was like I'm playing D&D. Surely the letter that starts my name wouldn't start my name. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you never know.
0: What else you got? Um honestly, I I really don't have I don't have anything else. Okay. Well, hold up, hold up. Wait a minute. Um, what do you feed your dog?
4: God. Just regular dog food. It
0: smells know. like old onions. So what? What is? I, I would like to know what's out in front of me and Hamu. Okay. Brief description: As you're leaving, kind of that edge of town, you're kind of getting
1: into the the uh, outer skirts of it. Um, there is not a whole lot. It kind of has like a little bit of a downhill slope, and it gets a little marshy towards the bottom. All the trees and such have been cleared away, but. The river is pretty much a straight shot ahead, about five hundred feet. Gotcha. I'd say marshy area right before it. A little bit of a difficult terrain, but there is what looks like a little bit of a, of a rickety dock that kind of heads out towards the water, and you can see a very large, uh, we'll say about a fifty foot long boat that's out there, kind of docked at the end of it.
0: Okay. Well, if there's nothing formidable between us and them, and then it looks like Bruce has a good a good lane to get to us as well, I'm just gonna I'm gonna save my resources and just run up and meet up with Hamu. Ah, but it looks safe as far as you know. Well, sure. <laughs> Another reason to save.
1: <laughs> okay. All right. So you're kind of heading that way. Got it. Yep.
2: All right, Bruce, I'm running. He's running. I'm going to use me dash to catch up.
1: So dash, you actually get some extra movement, right?
2: Um, yeah. So just... should be like up here. 10, 20, 30, 40, 50. I only have 25 feet of movement speed, so it doubled as 50.
1: Okay, so you just you just pass them by, <sighs> by just a squeeze. <sighs> <sighs>
2: Come on, guys.
3: Right <laughs> behind you. Hamu? Um, I will also use my dash to move uh, forward. I mean, if are running, we's running.
2: You okay. pass Bruce as he's kind of puking in the corner of this building
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right so i'm about to clear the screen in a second but uh way off in the distance you can kind of see like a a jumble of what could be considered uh dang it the buildings are moving again move building and then don't move you can kind of see a jumble of what's going on as uh this big uh, pile of zombies with the occasional big meaty arms sticking out of it and punching its way back into it. Sort of like a trout flowing upstream. So. Mm. Yeah. That's generally what's going on in Guari's situation. He's uh he's doing his best to do a little crowd control for you.
0: We appreciate him.
1: You do notice, though, that that, that wad-o zombie is starting to get a little bit dense over there. Alright. Number four. Zombo, or excuse me, Ghoul number four is going to actually kind of head this way towards Ghoul number two. Ghoul number two is going to see if he can't climb back up. That hole. He, got a, he got a 16. I'm going to say that actually this time he, he gets a little bit of a purchase on it. He kind of shambles up out of it. Kind of flops over the other side. I'm going to say he's kind of tumbled out of this thing. So he is prone for this moment.
2: But can he I, is out to hold. Can I have a free action to just do like a little character thing? Do uh, it can I drink, like, a bottle of my own ale? Like, it doesn't have any effects or anything. It's just, I, I want to show that he's hydrating with ale rather than any type of healthy liquid. Do it. So, is this, like, a flask? Do you have a small barrel keg? What you got? I'm picturing, like, a regular, like, amber glass bottle of beer kind of deal. <laughs> like, he just takes it out and uncorks it and chugs it down.
1: Nice. So, like, this, this is the initial Gatorade right there. Yeah. There you go. It's got all your electrolytes and... Beer, ale, <laughs> grain, everything you really need, calories, all the food
4: groups, plenty yeah. of
1: energy right there. Mm-hmm. All right. So number G dose is out the hole and is prune.
2: I move the hole. You move the hole. I can do that, actually. You can. I love a <laughs> druid.
1: I love a druid. It's awesome. All right. And number three, you can't see what number three is doing, but the uh, the screaming continues for a brief moment before cutting off abruptly.
2: Well, at least it didn't last, but six seconds. There you go, not too long at all. All right, so
1: I am now going to clear the board. Is that okay, gentlemen? Yeah, clear it up. All right, I'm gonna slide y'all out of the way. I'm gonna grab all of these fine things here.
0: Thanks to anyone who's <laughs> tuned in on our stream tonight. I know things are a little bit, a little bit odd. I guess the way we do things around here. But we got four boys in different places. Uh, with different uh, internet and computer possibilities, but hopefully we'll have webcams for everybody, and um, you know a, a, a good setup for whenever we get back to season two. Right, right. Because right now it's just looking at me picking my nose while you, whenever I am not speaking. Well, I mean you are doing a fine, fine job. Hale says no worries, but she's always nice like that, so don't take that. Don't take that. Don't let that compliment go to your head, boys.
2: Dang it, Hale, I wasn't worried until you told me not to be. Now I feel like I have a reason to.
0: Bryce, be like that.
2: (laughs) All right, so
1: y'all are kind (laughs) of... Dang it, the whole thing moved. Wait, I can undo. We can undo. We can make it undone.
2: It is undid. There we go.
1: So I'm just going to grab you fellas. Hamu is taking the lead.
2: You want me to control this? You yeah. Just tell me what to do. Please do. Not your mouse is a little lackey on it. No, it's just that part of the table. See, it's fine over here. Oh, that's
1: weird. Anyway, all right. So y'all are kind of hoofing it that way. We've got a river up ahead over here. I'm, I'm
5: <laughs> ahead.
1: I see that. Okay. So we got a river that's at the far end of your screen board on the map.
2: Which way is the river flowing?
1: We're going to say the river's flowing right, it's just downstream. Okay. Downstream, brother. Do, can you draw downstream? River. Or... Boom. It's even got a little arrow on it. Okay? Nice. The last 30 feet of this is actually going to be difficult terrain. You got some marshy, muddy, mucky area right there at that interstitial area.
2: We still call them these 10 feet <clears throat> blocks.
1: <clears throat> yeah, we'll call them 10 feet. It's, it, remember I said it's 500 feet to get there, so we'll just, yeah, we'll kind of put it in perspective for you. Okay. And then uh, we got a 50-foot little river barge out there. Ooh, look at that.
2: This is the uh,
1: muddy marshiness. Right. Got some muddy, mucky marshy. And
2: I'm not about, drawing,
1: so if it's amazing, that's all, Bryce.
2: That's about three blocks out, I think. There you go. We've got a barge where?
1: <clears throat> got a barge that's uh, um, right out here into the river. It's about 50 feet long. So Old barge-o. One, two, three, four, five. That's a beautiful barge. Majestic, isn't it? It looks like a yellow caterpillar. It is. All right,
2: it is.
1: And then just a rickety dock kind of extending out that way for you.
2: (laughs) This is, this is art. Dang it! This is
1: like finger painting with a chimp. Uh, Wow! Thank you. Well, I mean, it's just it's just blocky shapes on this thing. We're actually we are going to be doing some some upgrading hopefully. So that's going. Oh yeah,
0: we got we got plans. Ah.
1: Dock. That'll work. This is a narrow, rickety dock, but it'll do.
5: Dock.
0: We oh. got right. plans for upgrades folks. sure. Baguette, Doc. <laughs> Just a little double so, baguette.
1: We're, we're, we're basically headed down to the river. Uh, you don't see a whole lot of enemies headed up your way at the moment, although you still have uh, ghoul number three and ghoul number two. Excuse me, ghoul number four and ghoul number two are still coming up behind you. Okay. Alright. You have four hundred and four hundred and seventy feet of open ground to cross.
0: Are we still in combat?
1: Combat is out at the moment.
0: Oh, I'm sprinting that way. Come on, fellows. We must make it to the dock.
3: I'm also sprinting that way.
2: What's Bruce got? Uh, I'm also going to do that. Is everybody else dashing as well? Yes, sir. Dashing and sprinting and everything else. Ten, twenty, thirty, forty, fifty.
1: Well, remember this is 470 feet between here, so I just can't okay. fit it on the thing. So, you know what? I'm going to say that y'all make it halfway there just for the sake of time, because y'all are just going to be sprinting and rolling right. for sprinting and everything else. So, y'all make it halfway there before Ghoul Number Three and Ghoul Number Four actually figure out that y'all have headed this direction. And they shows up behind you at the edge of town, maneuvering in your direction. So they are good. Ah, that's like 200 and some change feet behind you. So they're a good 200 and something feet behind you. All
2: right.
1: But they are beelining it your way. Continue to dash. Yeah. Disengaging. Yeah, yeah. What are we doing here?
0: Yeah, I, I, I haven't even seen that. I haven't turned around. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm headed for the dock.
3: Yeah, what gotcha. um what are we in? It's what are you what is it? You said it's like a field? Just open area. All the trees in this area have been
1: cut back to uh build a town, build the village.
3: Ah, uh, okay, yeah. Yeah, just running.
1: Yeah. All right, so running on down. All right, so y'all get another quarter way there. There you go. And ghoul number three, ghoul number four, they're gonna move their speed. No, they're just gonna actually gonna move their regular their regular thirty feet movement speed. So they're dashing, y'all aren't so. Or y'all are dashing, they're not. So, all right, <clears throat> almost to the uh to that marshy edge line. There, you got some taller reeds and papyrus grass, that kind of stuff growing up through there.
0: We're gonna stealth in the tall grass. Well, I'm 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 still sprinting. Yeah, okay. still, still sprinting. Sprinting.
1: sprinting. Okay, everybody sprints right up to the edge line of the thing. There is a little bit of a path kind of leading over towards that dot. Dock extends about 15 feet into the uh, marshy, muddy, mucky area. It's been a lot of construction, things like that going through with these people pulling these logs up through there. So, all right. So you got about 15 feet of nastiness to get through. You got half speed on that. Marshes popping up on either side of you. The grass height is about five feet in all directions. It's taller than me. Oh, Lord.
2: The same height as me. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to keep on running.
3: Keep on running? I'm a yeah. killer. I'm running. Yeah, I'm going to run too. But while I'm doing that, I've got to use the bathroom, so it's up to your discretion if Hamu well, pees while he's running or not. It's a cobalt trait. <laughs> it's, it's a cobalt trait. That's how they get this stuff. <laughs> it's All kind right, of like
0: so a time machine. you got to get up to a certain speed before they can pee. The
3: <laughs> DeLorean yeah. kind of thing. <laughs>
1: All right. all right, they just got hamster wheels in their bathroom. That's all well. it is.
2: <laughs> Keith, you keeping up with us?
1: Yeah,
0: I'm. Yeah, I'm, all
1: right. So Josh
0: stop me, I'm headed for the dock.
1: I was gonna say y'all, y'all reach the edge of that marshy area. You got about 15 feet till you get to the uh, to the dock. That is difficult terrain in there. It's kind of muddy, slick, mucky, kind of all that goodness.
0: Let, let's say for a character for a character building moment, I reach over towards Hamu, who is shorter than the rest of us. And say, Come now, Bahamut would not want you to die in the muck. And grab his arm as we walk through the mud. Nice. I like it.
2: What's Bruce doing? Um I'm like waist deep in mud right now. <laughs> I'm
1: following. It's not it's not that muddy unless you're just that short. So no.
2: This okay. isn't uh, Bartholomew. Oh god. That was funny. You he, he's like it, the way I pictured it, uh, we never made it official, but he was basically cursed with the fact that every time you look at him, you swear he's shorter than the last time you saw him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait, weren't you taller? Mm. All right, so everybody's kind of hidden that way. As you are, I'm a, I'm going to assume that Hamu's going with you. So I am going
3: with them. He's going! All right, he actually peed and created this whole... Like the river, everything. Marshy area, everything. Tom has been holding it in for about 10 years. Right. (laughs) He's never peed before. (laughs) All right. So y'all are actually
1: heading your way through this marshy, mucky area. As you actually enter and get to the base of that bridge with your movement speed, you actually hear a bit of the rustling through the marshes. Yeah. it, It goes under. It does go underneath the dock, which is weird. We need layers or something. Yeah. Alright, so we're going to say you're at the base of the dock. It shows that you're actually floating in the river right now. These are the constraints that we have. So but We're on the dock. Got it. On the dock, you hear a bunch of rustling and shimmering up in the... Uh, shimmering? Shivering up in the uh, reeds as two more zombos poke their head up on the downstream side of the dock. And take notice of you good
3: people. Nope, just zombies. No, no. G's. No G. Z. That's what they call me at work. Uh, These would be Z. Yeah. Nice. That's pretty cool. One of the managers, Greg, he's a fantastic dude. He's like 70 years old and he's uh, he used to be in the military. He started calling me ZZ for for a little while. And I knew like the second time he did that, I was like, there's going to come a day in the next week or two and he's going to call me ZZ Top. And then, literally, the <laughs> next day, he came up to me and he was like, "Hey, ZZ Top, how's it going?"
2: And I was like, oh. I sussed guy. you out, old man." But he's a he's a really cool guy. How are these guys caught up anymore?
1: They just did their regular old thirty. They're up here. They're getting there. They're just not getting there very quickly. So, you have reached the end of the dock. The dock extends thirty feet out into the water. There's I was this... like, "Sorry, go ahead."
0: No, you go ahead. Finish up.
1: Sorry. Oh. Dock extends about 30 feet in the water. There is a 50-foot, very rickety barge, river barge, that is moored out at the end of the dock. And uh, it seems to kind of be listing off towards one side. It's kind of leaning way over to the back.
0: I would like to make my way to
2: the end of the dock. We are at the end of the dock. Leaf. oh we we're at you're the at, far end you're at yeah. the you're at the dirt end oh, of the dock. okay then, yeah. yeah i also want to do that i go. would like
3: to go that way as well um but may i also roll perception i mean I, if you got it, i suppose i mean
0: i'd like yeah to. i'm looking as well ideally so I'm, <laughs> but sending,
1: I'm sending a picture to the text group of just uh just a general way that the barge looks okay it's just old river barge with some cargo goodness in there. Very cool. Nice. Right, with
0: the little fellas on it?
1: You never know. What do y'all get on that precept? Uh,
3: 21. 21 I'll might do it.
2: Like a 2 or a 4? 2? Probably not going to do it. Did you roll anything? I didn't roll anything. I'm, I'm running. Running. I'm just running. <laughs> just running. All right. So
1: what Hamu actually sees is... There are a couple of shapes on the barge moving around, but they're just kind of like they Not don't bad. look like they're they don't look like a living thing moving around. They look like something rolling around.
2: I, uh, cool. I don't see that. You don't see that. I'm running towards that barge. Run towards that yeah, barge.
0: I'm getting on either way, whatever we
1: see. All right, so y'all are kind of, you got 30 feet of movement speed. You got 25 feet of movement speed. So you get almost to the end of the dock. Um, Keith, you get to the end of the dock with Kyle Lynn. Hamu, what's Hamu doing?
3: Um, I want to, can I've got 40 feet of movement speed, right? Right. Can I run and jump off of the dock and make it to one of these creatures to, like, tackle them? You're going back into the marsh? No, no, no to, the to, barge? The, to the barge. Sure. Okay, I want to do
1: that. All right. So movement speed. You said you got forty, and then you're
3: you're making a, a jump to tackle. Yeah. Well, like I like drop kick basically with no no element <laughs> at all. I just want to jump up there and kick one.
1: Okay. Just uh just roll up your your basic old melee attack and let's see if you actually kind of can land this. Uh, that's, a tw- uh, 23, 23 is going to do it. And then mix that up and give me an athletics check to see if you can stick to this mouth. Okay. 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 Uh, that's
3: a three.
1: That's a three. Okay. All right. So with a running start, you launch yourself off the end of the dock, straight over into the barge like area. Y'all seen that scene on 300 where the dude is just like, jumping straight at this guy with a sword. It's all slow motion for like 20 minutes. Yes, Mm -hmm. It's that scene going on. So you're soaring through the night. You have time to think about life and everything in it. As you land on this rolling shape in the barge, you actually hit pretty hard. You do a little bit of damage to it. You want to roll me some damage? I rolled 10 damage. 10 damage. Okay. You roll 10 damage on the thing which you have impacted. Which turns out to be a very large, heavy barrel. Excellent. So there's some barrels rolling around in the bottom of this thing. You have just attacked one of them. It gets a little bit scuffed up and it's a little bit upset with you. But beyond that, it
3: is still a barrel. Excellent. Hamu lays where he falls. There you go. You didn't
1: stick the dismount on that one. So you actually, you hit it and being a barrel, it is round on the bottom that it's laying on. So it just kind of rolls over with you and you just flop over to the, to the floor of the boat. So when you flop over to the floor of the boat, you actually can feel like a little bit of like a, it's the, the boat is, is actually on something like that, that thud at the bottom of the boat when it hits something. Mm. Yeah. So it's like, it's almost like the boat is just grounded right here. It ain't moving too
2: far. I w- hey. oh, go ahead. Go ahead, you go ahead, Bryce. Um, hey, is uh, did we get the name of the dude that we're supposed to be meeting, or did you just say Orson? Mark? Cause, yeah, Orson. Orson. Oh, Orson? Orson, you out here anywhere? Yes, uh,
0: uh Orson, are you here somewhere? roll a per- uh, perception for me. Uh... A chance to rectify my three with a critical one.
2: I actually rolled a 14. I just bumped it, and it looked like I rolled a 20. <laughs> a critical 1 and a 14. 14 plus 6, I believe, so it is technically a 20. Okay. So
1: your, your, your um, failure on that one, Keith, that's what I was saying. A, a nat 20 is going to get you a little extra, and a crit fail is going to get you a little bit less. Um, you actually, like, a, a bug flies by, and it, like, lands in your eye. So instead of actually not seeing, you actually you got, like, a little – little creature there in your eye, you take one point of damage. Owie. Yeah. It was a big old ginormous mosquito. And just like it busted in there and it's all juicy and it's nasty. nasty.
4: Why did our last mission have to
1: be in the swamp? (laughs) Bryce, what did you actually roll on yours? A
2: twenty. A twenty. Not natural.
1: You don't hear any orson. You don't see any orson, but there is like a nasty odor. It's
2: just like would you describe it as Orson-like?
1: I don't know. It is definitely not Orson-like. This does not smell like any cousin of any orc anywhere that you've ever sniffed. Gotcha. And unless you have. Which case, we need to talk about that. So there you go. So Hamu is on the boat. Y'all are at the end of the dock, gazing upon it in wonder. The barge itself is... You can you can see that the front of the boat is actually the one what is moored to the end of the dock. The barge is back, like the stern side of it is actually way down into the water. All those barrels are just kind of like free-ranging on there. They haven't been lassoed down or, or lashed to anything. Everything has rolled to the back and it's just kind of sitting there stuck in the in the muck and in the in the sand at the bottom. Would you of the all river.
2: mind if I move this down so we can see everything? Please do. Cool.
0: Move it down. Uh, Josh, while the... Uh... The bug is in my eye. I'd like to say to Bruce, Bruce. I don't care whether Orson is on that boat or not. Uh, hop on there. I'll, I'll I'll untie it. As I look around for a rope to untie this
2: boat from the dock. Yeah, I don't see him anywhere. Uh, come on, let's go. Um, who's turn? Are we doing turns right now, or?
1: Not at the moment, but I will say, you know what, let's go ahead and roll initiative because Zombos and the Ghouls have now noticed exactly where you are and you're headed that way. Nope. Zombies do not take the bridge. They go straight across the marsh. I like it. Yep. So they're going to get some difficult, difficult times ahead of them. Their speed is only 20, so they take half that. They're 10, so they're... Yeah, they're they're just kind of shuffling around, kind of wading through all this crap. So the ghouls are actually headed towards the end of the dock.
2: So, are they in the Martian stuff yet? They
1: they've made it out to this kind of rough area right right as uh, as you're entering that marshy goopy area before you hit the dock. So, okay. all right. that's going to be impossible to get out of there. <laughs> yeah, we might need to redo those, but it'll be okay. All right, so Hamu is on El Barjo,
2: Bruce is. You said we need to roll initiative? Yep. Okay. Uh, 19. 19. And have you hopped aboard? I would like to, yes.
1: Okay.
3: What's Hamu got for initiative? 21. Ooh.
0: Alright, Keith, what you got? Pulled off an unnatural 20 this time. Unnaturally. Dang. Okay, let me roll
1: up a couple of zambos. Yeah, initiative kind of takes a hot minute.
5: Mm-hmm. And
0: I'm down the river, won't you let yourself in?
2: So, got reroll that one. Did I hop on the boat before the initiative? Uh, yeah, that's why I'm
1: asking, like location wise. Keith, you're actually un untying from the mooring.
0: Uh, my goal. I'm looking around for a rope. Before I'll tell you my plan. I'm looking around for a rope. I want to ensure that I know where that is, mm-hmm. and to figure out whether I can cut it from the dock or whether I, I'm going to have to, or I can cut it from the barge. But I'm going to use my sword to cut the rope.
1: There you go. So at the end of the dock, there's actually. A uh, a loop of rope that is uh, lashed around uh, one of the end posts there, and it is fifty feet of quality hemp and rope.
0: Okay, um, I guess whenever initiative starts, I'm gonna hack away at that rope.
2: <laughs> there you go. I got some rope. I got some quality rope. Perfect for a man who's devoid of hope like you are. <laughs> <laughs> My buddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Michael is Malcolm. <laughs> yeah, Malcolm, yeah.
4: My phone. It's, right. it's dying. It's di- plug that thing in,
1: man. You
2: you definitely have a USB port in front of you. Definitely. You are on a computer. Definitely.
1: But it's right. an iPhone. We done roll it up. Keith, actually the other day the Anchor wireless chargers were on sale. I got two of them for eighteen bucks, and those things were nice. awesome. This no podcast much. brought to you by Anchor.
0: Not but good. not actually. But not really. <laughs> Just in case. <laughs> we always have to say not a sponsor. <laughs> right. Brought
1: to you by these people, but not not really. All right, so zombie number number two actually rolled a nat 20, so he is going to slug his way and kind of, you know, that, that whole sucking mud kind of situation a little bit closer toward your general bargeward direction. Zombie only two. got only got 10 feet, though. Yep, zombie number two. All right, it is now Hamu's move. What is the Hamu going to do?
3: Um, so you said I feel that the boat is kind of stuck, right? Yeah, like. If you if
1: you get into a boat on the water, like you, you get in it, and it'll kind of like move around on you. This ain't moving. Hmm.
3: Uh, um, I tell Bruce, I say we should probably throw these
4: barrels into the water. I think they are weighing down the boat.
2: All right, I'm down if you are. If you see any of the uh Bruce Goodale's good ale, uh. <laughs> Try and toss them towards the bank rather than the, just letting them float on down the river.
4: Sounds good.
2: Actually, hell, we're going down the river. Toss them in there. <laughs> <laughs> I see them on the way back. Let's we'll <laughs> chase them down.
3: <laughs> I like it. All right. And so then, so what we got I, going on action wise? Go ahead. Do it. Do it. I want to take a barrel and f- um. Ah. Uh. Well, I want to find a barrel, Mm -hmm. uh, if possible, that contains oil. Is this a kind of boat that would contain oil-bearing barrels? This is a general
1: trading boat, so it has a little bit of everything. But back in ye olden day, barrel was your standard way of shipping anything. So some barrels might have anything in it.
3: Some barrels might have
1: everything in it.
3: You don't know. Well, I'm going to take a barrel, and I'm going to chunk it over toward the zombies. I mean, you're going to try to. Well, yeah, I'm going to try
1: to. Roll a strength check, because these, these are not little barrels. These are like shipping barrels. These are the big beefy boys. That is an 11. That is an 11. I'm afraid you get it tipped up on the end, but not much more than that. Just can't heft that thing up. Hmm.
3: That is all I'm going to do. Okay, all right, Keith. What Colin got?
0: Um, Colin would like to, uh, hop onto the. So you've you, I've identified the rope attached to the dock. Yes. Yes, indeed. And have I identified where the rope is attached to the barge?
1: Uh, it's just kind of tied off towards one of the the sides on the front.
0: Okay. I'd like to hop onto the barge and then hack that rope. All right, so you're
1: hopping onto the barge. It's only a couple feet from the dock, so not a big thing there. And you're going to hack at the rope?
0: I'm going to try to chop that rope in half.
1: All right, see if you can just, just give me a melee hit on the rope. Does it is it a clean cut?
0: Okay. It's a... You got a little sword, a, right? A dagger? Yep. It is an 11. I have a short, a long sword, actually.
1: Okay. It's not necessarily a clean cut, but it, it gets the job done. Okay. Okay. All right. So you have cut that thing loose. The uh, the back end of the barge is still kind of stuck in the mud, but being that its nose is pointed upriver a little bit, the nose actually kind of swings out and starts kind of moving out into the middle of the river. Just a little bit. Kind of moving pretty slow.
0: My friends, it seems as though we are stuck on something.
2: Yeah, I might have something for that.
0: I await your solution.
1: It is now the Bruce move, unless you got something else, Keith. Uh,
0: I do not. I will now move myself to the edge. Okay.
2: Cool. Again, the only spell I've cast other than shillelagh and mage armor. Mold Earth!
0: <laughs> yeah, I was going to I was wondering.
2: If, if the dirt or stone you target is on the ground, you can cause it to become difficult terrain. Alternatively, you can cause the ground to become normal terrain if it is already difficult. Okay. Would you consider the barge to be stuck on difficult terrain? Can I uh, normalize it? I would. I would say that it is grounded on the bottom. So yeah. Right. Can I try and like solidify what's underneath us so it's less sucking mud and more like hard pack stuff we can kind of slide off of a little bit more? Uh, you can try, but basically the back end
1: of the boat is like
2: just sticking down
1: into the into the thing. So.
2: All right, um, guys. I'm going to try something, but I think uh, more than anything, we're going to need to move some weight to the front of the boat. I'm going to try and dig out from underneath us. So I want to dig some of it out with my action. Okay. And I can't move stuff with a bonus action. Or can I interact with an object? Uh, Maybe if it's just something very simple. Yeah. Okay. I can't make a strength check as an action. Okay. Or as a bonus action. Okay. Okay, then I'll just use my action to mold earth. I'm going to just kind of try and uh, move the dirt out from underneath the back end and get some water in there to get some buoyancy.
1: Okay. Smart move. I like it. I like it. All right, so you got to move the earth. Where are you moving it to? This is the mud that's up underneath everything, right?
2: Yeah. Okay. Um, I guess just moving it, like, starting from, like, the... Can I? Do I sense the earth? Can I feel where it first starts making contact with the bottom of the boat? Yeah, I'm I'm just gonna say yeah, yeah. Okay,
1: total earth bending style here. Yeah, you got this. Cool.
2: I'm moving where wherever it uh, first makes contact with the boat Mm -hmm. as far forward as it makes contact. I'm going to just kind of move it out to the sides. So part of the river kind of style? Like, no, like move it to one side, move it to like the, the bank. Like I'm trying to like build up space between us and the bank, kind of pushing us inwards. Okay.
1: All right. So building up toward the bank, you're just taking taking five five uh,
2: cubic, feet, cubic
1: of. feet of mud underneath the, the stern end of this thing and just kind of shoving it over there. Right? Yeah. All right. So a little bit more bankwards. So... A bunch of burbling and bubbling happens, and then all of a sudden the water underneath the boat gets all murky and kind of that old, nasty coffee look. Mm. And then all this mud just kind of (laughs) out from underneath everything. The back end of the boat actually sinks just a little bit deeper, and the edge of the stern is sitting right on
2: the waterline now. So,
1: Is
4: it working,
2: Bruce? Yeah, I think so. Come on, help shift some of the weight towards the front. I'll just walk up there, and uh, that should help a little. (laughs) (laughs) All right,
1: anything else on your move? I'll walk towards the front of the boat. (laughs) Okay, movement speed, that'll do. So it's about 50 feet. You didn't really go to the back of the boat. I'm going to say you made it to the front. You're up there by uh, by Kyle Lynn now. Wait, that's the front? That's the back, that's the front. So Keith's up at the front. Now you up at the front. Look at that. So
2: this is what stuck.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, basically, it's, it's got the butt end of it just kind of like weighed down, stuck in the mud. It's kind of loosened a little bit, but because the mud was out of there now, it's it's sunk down a little bit, but it's got a little bit more movement going on. Okay, so, all right. It is now girl number one, who is actually, or excuse me, number three, uh, who is going to uh, make his movement towards the end of the dock. He's almost going to get there, too. And same thing for ghoul number Dos. Zombie number one is going to see all this action going on and is very interested in what's going on. And he is actually beating the path straight towards the barge where you're at, at an impressive 10 feet. That's about all he's got. He's a zombie. You can't expect much from this guy. So he is coming up towards the the side of the barge right over here. Bryce, can you drive that for me? Oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bryce controls our world Shweep. today. There you go. That's him. These fellas over here have just kind of made it almost to the end of the dock. Almost. Almost. Shweep. All right. Kudos to all app. They actually that, that actually worked pretty good. Nice. All right. So it is now zombie number Dose's turn. He's going to take another 10 feet of movement and get finally out towards what used to be the water's edge. But it's now even more of that nasty, sucking, putrid mud that just pulled up from the bottom of the river.
2: It's extra sucky.
1: Right. So he, this guy is like navel deep in just nasty, nasty mud. Warm. So good luck getting on that barge, zombie. I mean, he's, he's making an effort of it. I mean, he's trying.
2: So... I think I have a better idea of what to do with Mold Earth this next time. So
1: (laughs) you're going to keep on rolling that thing?
2: Yeah. All right. But this will actually work.
1: On this move, we have Hamu. What you got for us, Hamu?
3: I'm going to go take an action. Because I can see that the the ghouls are like moving forward, right? Indeed you can. Good sir. Okay. Well, I'm going to take an action to go over there and uh tell them to not do that by casting well not casting by using um breath of the dragon i'm going to use the 30 foot line five feet wide variety uh damage type fire i'm gonna like get to the front of the barge and i want to just like shoot that out across the uh the top of the uh thing my goal is to light the, the dock on fire, but also to try and hit the two ghouls. All right, all right, go for it. So solid. Um, let's see. Is this,
1: this just an automatic?
3: We do this, or yeah, they need to make a dexterity saving throw.
1: That's what I'm. Worried. All right, so these guys are not super dexterous. What I got to beat? Oh God, you got to beat. Uh, where is it? Thirteen. Well, what I'm got a two. And the other one got ten times that much. Okay. So one of them com- complete whiff on that one, almost a complete whiff. The other one was a nat twenty straight up though. So he uh, he he sees what's going on. He sees it coming, and, and just in a, a rare blink of insight, decides to kind of um, kind of lunge himself towards the the bow of the uh, of the barge, and actually manages to grab hold of just just that front front edge of the
3: bow. Okay. Um, so, the one who failed is going to take 12 damage, and the one who succeeded is going to take half of that. Okay. So. There is no escaping the wrath of Hamu. He takes 12. Okay. Do I, do I do a set of the Dark on Fire? You know what? The
1: dock is not going to dodge anywhere. So yeah. It catches and it kind of starts to smolder a little bit as little flames start to start to oh, kind of yeah. pop up here and there upon its surface. Yes.
5: yes. yes. And, uh,
3: that's all I'm gonna do for now. That's
1: what you got. Okay. Kai Lin is going to be leading the way with something. What you got? Everybody's up at the front of the thing now, along with one ghoul who is hanging on.
0: Uh, Hamu, do you have this ghoul handled? Yes, I can take him. Um, I want to grab whatever's left of that rope mm-hmm. on the bat or the bow where we're at. Mm-hmm. Um, how much length of rope do you would you say that is? I can, I'm holding on to.
1: Initially, I said it was 50 feet. Um, you cut off the last 10 feet of it when you got on board.
0: Okay, so I've got 40 feet of rope in my... Like, I could. I have access to 40 feet of rope, or I have access to the 10?
1: You got access to 40 feet.
0: Okay. Um, so, I say, Bruce, do you think if we tied off one or two of the barrels and dropped them in the water, the force of the river would help pull us off of this, this, bar, this, uh, this dirt we're stuck in?
2: Uh, I think so. Um, I got an idea. Can you just get ready to lash down a barrel whenever they come up to the front? Yes. All right.
0: All right. So I guess I'm preparing to grab a barrel and wrap it in rope and tip it over the side whenever they come to the front. Is that the communication, Bryce?
2: No, just like tying it down, like uh, tie the rope to something. And when the barrel gets up to you, tie the barrel into the rope so that it's secured to the front we're trying to weigh down the front so the back end will lift up
0: gotcha okay so yeah i'm wondering if I, I i feel like i probably need to roll something to figure out if that's working us being at the front um but yeah i'll i'll prepare myself to do that then that will be my i'll i'll prepare to tie off a barrel when it comes this way josh Cool.
1: Yeah, I'm going to say you got 10 barrels in this bad boy. These are kind of large barrels. Each of y'all could easily fit inside all these. Um, your your weight is, I mean, it's, it's kind of shaking the barge around a little bit, but your weight being on the front is not enough to counteract those other 10 barrels that are kind of slid to the back. Gotcha. Okay. All right. So cause I guess we kind of consider that a ready to action.
2: Yeah. Bruce, do the thing. All right. I use mold earth to push a five- uh, cubic foot thing of mud straight up underneath the bottom of the back end of the barge hmm. and just kind of lift the back up so the barrels will roll forward
1: okay all right we kind of moved some some of the mud out of the way so I'm, I'm gonna give you three feet up instead of five feet okay because you kind of had to had to push some of the way so it would have been five earlier but it went down a little bit so now it's going back up three so you lost two but you gained three Okay. So between the last move and this move. Sorry. Right. The, uh, the back has actually come up a bit out of the water, and uh, a couple of those barrels are kind of shifted and steadied a little bit and are starting to kind of want to tip forward, like they're going to lean forward towards the front of the boat a little. All right. Definitely doesn't seem like an, up, an
2: uphill battle anymore. Okay. Uh, as a bonus action, can I just kind of give them a shove, or would that take a strength check?
1: Uh, you can maybe give one of them a shove, but I don't think you're going to get all ten.
2: Oh yeah, just uh, okay. All right, so or I guess it'd be interaction with a I, object. I just want to kind of just kind of bump it, give it the give it the push over the edge. Not not over the edge of the boat, but over the edge of its uh, inertia to start rolling towards the front.
1: Okay, I mean it's it's a simple thing. I can see just giving it a nudge. Yeah, cool. All right, give me a strength.
2: I I thought it was like a free, okay, uh, two,
1: two. Okay, you kind of you you kind of give it a little bump, but you you thought it might have had a little bit more juice going on to it. It actually rolls forward about a foot and it kind of stops, and just barely starts rolling back towards you. It's just like the 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 fulcrum is on the the teetering point. Gotcha. So, all right. So we got this going on. The boat is now beginning to right itself. The ghoul that has hung off the front of the barge. Actually, it would make like a really awesome like front piece for a
2: ship, but this is a barge. So, Maybe we had some rope to tie it to the front,
1: if only. But he's going to try to make a strength check to see if he can climb over that thing. Uh, it's a 12. This thing is up in the air, it's slicking everything. Not going to make that happen. So, all right. So, he is hanging on, arms scrambling up over the side towards you fellas, but uh, it ain't quite got a purchase on it. So, all right. The number dose on your screen it'd be uh, Ghoul number three. I just put one and two on here. I need to renumber those. So there we go. All right. So number three, which is right there on the dock, took all that full blast from Hamu last time. He is uh, he is feeling the burn for sure, and he is going to shuffle off towards the end of the dock and uh, see if he can get a good leap onto the front of the barge. And he do not do it. He is going to land right in the right in that soupy nasty muddy water right there at the front of the barge. Okay. That's about it for him. I like the sound effect. Sound effect is nice. Squinch. right. so zombie one, he's definitely he's seeing the buffet line is getting a little bit active. He wants to get his, so uh he's gonna try to get up in there. Another ten feet towards the barge. right. same thing for old Zombo number two. He's actually getting pretty close. Uh he is not quite there yet, but if he just just stretched it. The end of his fingers could touch the side of the barge. So, all right. So actually off in the distance, you actually hear a rumbling sort of noise as a wave of zombies that, uh that Guari <coughs> was pushing back earlier has now just rolled out into the clearing and it's, it's actually rolling. Like this is an actual definable shape. And you hear Guari every now and then just as he kind of rolls through this whole thing. Arm pops out here, a leg pops out there, and occasionally you see is kind of a lumpy head sticking out. But the entire horde is kind of shambling in the direction of the water's edge. So it's uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say for scale size, it's about a good fifty, sixty zombie strong right now. Just a wad of zombies. Oh boy. Yeah.
3: Alright, it is now Hamu's move. Um, does anybody remember how many times I've used that breath weapon? Uh, I think it was twice, because you used it once yesterday, or once last cool. time. Alright, cool. I'm going to use it again. Do it! Um, and I'm going to use it on the two ghouls. Mm-hmm. Uh, this time it's going to be uh, lightning damage, though sweet so one is like hanging he's got like one arm over the bow of the
1: boat bow of the barge the other one is just landed in the water up underneath him he's not a very good swimmer but his bloated body kind of floats a little bit so he's hanging in there but not well
3: okay they must uh, make the dexterities
1: yeah neither one of them is really going to do great on a dexterity I'm going to give them disadvantage on this That's that's a quick fail on one and a eight on the other one. Okay. Um, the one in the water crit fail, the one hanging off,
3: eight. They both fail. Both and fail. Take, uh, right? Because you said the highest was like a seven? Eight. Eight. Okay, yeah. So they, they take uh, seven lightning damage a piece.
1: Seven damage a piece. All right. Yeah, let's see the one do. down in the water number three is actually there's some smoke rising up off of this fellow so he is not doing well at all you can see that he is um, he's just kind of barely hanging in there he is he is more floating than actually just trying to actively get to you now so the other one is actually still hanging on miraculously kind of looking a little bit pissed and a little bit motivated like hey i need to get up here to the lunch line before things get serious but he's he's still
3: hanging in there i've been doing this wrong what you got i can't this this doesn't take an action this takes one of my attacks in the extra attack feature oh sweet so I can I'm gonna punch that ghoul that's hanging on to the side of the thing. You know, I'm gonna punch him twice for good measure because I'm gonna punch a bonus <laughs> action. Like what the heck? And people are within five feet of me, right?
1: Yes. Um, yeah, okay. Bruce has moved back a little bit. He's got midships, and uh Kyle Lynn is up there with you. All right, well that's a Nat 20.
3: I guess that'll work. Okay, Nat 20 and 21. Yeah, you going to do it. So I'm going to do Very I'm going to do fire damage. Give me some damage here. This is the one hanging off the front, right? Yeah. So okay. uh 12 damage for the first one and yeah. 9 damage for the second one. Yeah, how you want this boy going out? I want to I want to punch him so hard his arm falls off and he falls into the water. <laughs> All right. So
1: with a scorching blazing hot fire fist, you come up over the bow of this thing and just punch this fellow straight up into his head. And then another one straight to straight to the neck, right there as the collarbone meets the body. And uh, his arm just just rips off and kind of smolders a little bit as the rest of his body falls over. So. Four or three. Four or three. What? Oh, that's number four. Yeah, four. Uh, ghoul number four on the map, if anybody's following at home is now dead and starting to float
3: downstream a little bit. His arm, just behind him as it's floating away. Man, I tell you, this class, this this specific subclass is very cool. I, I enjoy this one a lot. Nice. It's built for combat, built for murder. All right, what's Colin got? is our so do we feel like
0: we've crossed the threshold of our barge is about to be moving or no
1: Oh yeah we're like teetering on the edge we're we're at the with the fulcrum is where those barrels are at so
0: Okay so uh Bruce do you need some help pushing the barrels
2: Uh yeah um I'm going to do that again and lift us up a little bit higher on the back side um that should get most of them but go ahead and get as many as you can tied down
0: Okay um, I guess I'd like to tie down some barrels.
2: Okay, to All the right. front
0: of this boat. Tie
1: them down to the front. Got it. All right. So you're just readying that up.
0: Um,
2: I think he's like he, whatever
0: he, ones are down there. If there are
2: none, some down there, none shifted yet. None. So you, sh- none have shifted. You'd yet. have to shift one.
1: Gotcha. But you, you can grab one and kind of shove it up there. It's it's like just uh, just a little nudge will get it
0: there. Sure. Then yes, I'd like to do that, please. Okay, roll, uh, roll just a straight-up strength check for me. Well, that's not my strong suit, no pun intended. You don't need a whole lot. You don't need a whole lot.
2: Oh, well. I moved Let it a see. foot with a two. Yeah.
0: Well, what can I do with a 15? With a 15, you, you
1: plant one... One dragon, dragony foot on this thing, and just give it a little, a little shove up to the front, and it it gets a good roll to it, and rolls right up to the front of this bad boy. And in fact, there's one behind it starts shifting a little bit your way also. Nice. We have we have started to go over that middle point, fellas. The avalanche is upon us if you push too much. Splendid. There you go. All right. So you got one barrel up front. Are you are you going to tie it off? What you doing?
0: I'd uh, I'd like to I guess lash it down if I could and prepare to do that for something else. Okay. Um, I'm su- suspicious as a character that once these things start moving, we we won't need any rope. We'll just start floating.
1: Who can say for sure? I who knows. All right. So I'm just going to say you're 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 just going to spend some time just kind of getting that thing in position. and' how's that? Work? Yeah. Okay. Work. All right. It is now Bruce's turn. Mold Earth. Lift it higher. Mold earth lifted higher. Alright. Another yeah, you get the full five feet on this one. So
2: um, <gasps> hang on, let me check mold earth, see how far I can move dirt. I think it's just straight up five feet. No, how far I can move it. Oh. No. I guess
1: about it. I mean it don't go very far. It's just kinda like digging a hole. You can shift it this way or that way
2: or Deposit it up to five feet away. Yeah. Okay. Then yeah, I'm gonna lift it up. Okay. Until it starts tipping barrels forward. I mean, I'm not I'm not trying to ground us above the water or anything like that. That's
1: what I was wondering. That's what. Okay, so basically, like a like an instant ant hill forming underneath the water. This kind of a a bulge of mud kind of comes up and just kind of starts starts growing and growing and starts tipping the back of the boat up. You get you get about halfway there before things kind of meet that uh that requirement to start rolling all the barrels forward. So you wanna cut it off there? Yeah. Alright, so Keith, you got barrels headed for you. Give okay. me a give me a dex check, see if you can get out the way.
0: All right. Dex check. So a saving throw, I assume? Yeah, that'll work. A
1: twelve 12. Yeah, you're going you're gonna to make it. So you got these barrels headed your way, but you notice them. You're able to kind of squeeze out of the way in time. So you got this.
2: Donkey Kong style.
1: Donkey Kong style. All right.
0: Donkey Kong.
1: So we got that happening. Everything is kind of shifted over towards the front end. Uh, ghoul number three is, excuse me, Ghoul number four is out of the picture. But Ghoul number three down in the water kind of flails towards the barge a little bit. And trying to make it that way as the front end of the barge kind of starts to right itself and tip more towards the water. The barrels have actually overshot a little bit, and the front of the barge is kind of dipping down a little more. And ghoul number three gets his gets a little clawy hand up on the side of this thing. He's gonna see if he can yeah. make a strength check to get up there. And you know what? He's actually gonna do it. Nice. He's got a 19 on that strength check. So yeah, so he got a he got an arm up on this thing, and he is actually flopped over into the bow of the boat. And uh, I'm I'm going to consider he's climbing up out of the water and everything. This is a difficult kind of a situation. I'm going to say that uh, that is going to be his action on this one.
0: Looks like we've got company.
1: I will
4: handle this one as I handle the rest.
2: Um. I'll stay out of your way. Maybe uh maybe not handle it like that other one where you set all that wooden stuff on fire.
3: I turn back and give a smirk to Bruce.
2: God, that's a creepy little thing—a
0: <laughs> toothy, dragony cobald smile. As as
1: you turn back and you, you give that little smirk, the the little smoldering flames have actually ignited into more of a more of an inferno as it hits some of that that pine pitch that has been coating the dock a little bit, and everything just kind of whoosh, kind of goes up into a bonfire behind you. I mean, Excellent. really,
2: he's like he's like a muskrat wearing like crocodile skin or something. <laughs> but All he right.
0: is effective at killing, at least. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I suppose he must be one of them savants. A savant muskrat. All
1: right, Hamu got any comeback there?
3: Hmm. You got oh, any no, comeback? Hamu just turns around and focuses. In in my mind, he can't hear what's going on. Okay, <laughs> Love it. is not concerned with it. Well, you might not be concerned with that,
1: but zombie number two and zombie number one have reached the edge of the barge and are kind of trying to very mindlessly kind of like scramble their way up the side. They're just reaching over this thing, but they just, they, they don't get it. They climbing is not their thing. So zombie number one. Yeah. He, uh, he kind of gets like, uh, from his, from his shoulders up kind of over the edge of the boat, but he's just, he is stuck down in that nasty mud. I mean, it's not coming out. So, but, uh, he is hanging on zombie number two same thing same exact role wow okay so he's about the same thing just kind of reaching up over the side but still stuck in that mud down there so and then the zombie wad actually gets a bit closer and you, you can actually see like this this is actually moving a little bit like you can tell there's definite like controlled movement as bits of this this horde of zombies is actually beginning to get taller. You can see the definite shape of two legs, two arms, and a very, very zombie-filled torso. As this this amalgamation of zombies has come together to create a corpse gatherer. Oh, <laughs> look! This is D and D, fellas. These these are the things we sign up for so right now you got about a 40 foot tile 40 foot pile of monstrosity made of zombie up ahead of you kind of starting to notice that uh hey there's some dinner out there so it's definitely kind of a humanoid shape um no obvious like eyes or mouth or anything like that but just a just a golem made of zombies there you go I did not actually make this creature up. This is actually a creature from third edition that has not seen the light of day in a long while. Hmm. There you be. Uh,
0: I'll tell you boys, I, I've got nothing for that.
2: Um, How about running real quick? Like,
0: <laughs> like with our boat?
2: Uh, Yeah. We're kind of pointed the wrong way, so maybe somebody stick their hand down in there and get us uh, paddling in one direction or another.
1: <laughs> swish, swish around a little bit. <laughs> with with Bruce saying that, somebody roll me up a perception check. I'd do it. That's a nat 20. A nat 20. Hamu, with Bruce saying this, in in the blaze, which is just kind of like, lit up behind you. You can see a little bit better into the interior of this boat. and You notice that there actually are two oars, long wooden oars that are down in the bottom of this thing. Or excuse me, not oars. They're the uh, the, the, polling, the polling sticks where you just pull the barge through the water. So there's two polling sticks down in the bottom of this thing.
5: Cool.
4: There are sticks here that could be of use to us. I see. You
0: you punch that thing. We'll handle the sticks. Oh,
1: I <laughs> can do
4: that quite well.
3: Hamu, it's your move. I'm gonna punch him. Punch him. You gonna um, punch Bruce? Yeah, I'll punch Bruce. Why not? Hamu's evil. Everybody who knew. <laughs> um, no, I'm gonna go punch Ghoul number three. I'm gonna punch at him a few times. Okay, just to make sure. Let's see how many. Let's see how many times I punch at him. I'm gonna. I'll go ahead and take my one, two punch at him first. All right. Do With, the one uh, two. 25. Yeah. Okay. Uh,
2: 24. I got the Bluetooth headphones so I can hear everything. I got to go pee real quick. If it gets to my turn, I'm just going to grab one of those things and try and turn us into the river. Got it.
1: Okay. Okay. So. All right. So you got a
3: 25 on the first one, right? Yes, sir. All right. Do you want us keep going? Cause that's going to do it. Um, well, I mean, I only got 13 damage.
1: I mean, only, but I mean, he's only got like two health, so. Okay.
3: Yeah. Um, I mean, how many
1: times you want to kill him? I mean. So.
3: <laughs> All the times. It's going to be uh, cold damage. Uh, so however you weave that into his death. Cold damage. Well, this sopping wet zombie, which has previously been electrocuted
1: and lit on fire, is now flopped over on the, on the deck of this uh, barge up at the front. And, uh, you have now just come up to him and straight up punched him in his, in his ghoulish head. And he starts to kind of ice over a little bit and freeze up as he just falls back towards the deck that he was trying to scramble up off of to get to you and shatters into about four or five different little ghouly pieces. Nice. Right. And it don't smell good. I'm just saying it do not smell good.
3: No, Nasty. no surprise there. Um, And you said zombie one and two, they didn't make it up quite yet. They're still down at the bottom. Zombie one and two are still like their lower
1: portions are still stuck in that nasty sticky mud down there. And uh, that, uh, that Bruce previously started pushing over towards the, that side of the boat. He did. Gotcha. Number three is dead and in little pieces. Um, And then uh, anything else on your action?
3: Um. Well, I'm just gonna. I I guess. I don't know. I'll, I guess I'll grab a pole. Grab that pole. Um, right? But I've only I, I've already used my action, so I don't think I'll be able to do anything with it at this point.
1: Okay, I can say that you you grabbed it.
3: You you picked yeah. it up. There we go. Okay. All, All
1: right. right. So with the the zombies kind of starting to to kind of beat on the side of the barge a little bit. Um, the front of the barge is actually kind of starting to swing out a little bit more towards the, the current and kind of getting more towards the middle of the river. Not a whole bunch, but it's moved to a couple of feet. All right. It is now Kyle Ka- turn.
2: I got no rotate feature.
1: Yeah, I know, but that, that's why I'm trying to illustrate it through my mind powers.
0: I step down into or step down, grab a stick Mm-hmm. And then I want to move over to the left of zombie one there all the way to the front of the barge and jam that stick into the ground and start trying to push the point of our boat into the river to get caught by the current.
1: There you go. So you moved right past him.
0: Um, yeah. I mean, I'll be standing on the edge, kind of hopefully out of his reach and then pushing that stick into the mud.
1: Okay. I mean, it's a 50 foot boat. It's got a lot of sides, so you good. Yeah. Good. All right. So we got that happening. Um, give me just a strength check. Just a,
2: just a. Okay. Real Uh-oh. Yeah,
0: by,
1: uh
2: Oh. Twenty five. We're Only like five. ten feet wide.
1: Okay, you you get it a little bit stuck in the mud as you as you kind of start to pull it back, but the the boat does kind of move back a couple of feet out towards uh, the bow of the boat towards the current a little bit. So it's starting to it's starting to catch, but the pole has become a little bit. St- duck, and you can't quite get it back out all the way. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else you got for me?
0: I believe that's all I can do.
1: Okay. Bruce? Can I help him? Sure. I do that. So, use your movement speed to get up to him, and then... Yeah. Right.
2: Um, Keith, do you have any strength at all?
0: I got a plus one.
2: Okay, my modifier is zero, so I'm going to help you, and I guess you just get a, um, what's it called? Advantage, yeah. That's it.
0: Okay, I'll roll also, again. Also,
2: recall you got a, uh... You got one inspiration earlier. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay, forgot about that. Yep. I won't need it, hopefully. I rolled Was a 19.
1: A 19? The stick breaks in half and then starts smacking you upside down. head. No, there uh, you go. <laughs> you got it. It's all good, and you haul that thing back out of there. There's a bunch of like mud and nasty stankness up on the on the end of that thing. But nice. yeah, you, you you got it. You got it.
4: Thank you for the help, Bruce.
2: Anytime.
1: All right. Now that you've actually pulled that thing out a little bit, the front is kind of stabilizing a bit, and and it's kind of you can't see it because it doesn't have a rotate on here. But we're gonna say it's a, it's about 45 degrees pointed out into the middle of the river here. Does that work for you? Show. That'll work for you. So being that it's kind of moved out of range a little bit, Zombie One and Zombie Dose, they're uh they're still stuck in the mud. They're just kind of kind of flailing in your general direction, but uh they, they can't quite get out any farther.
2: That ghostly uh barge shape is us turning slightly into the river. <laughs> there you Got go. It. All
1: right. Bruce, anything else?
2: Um Nope. I uh, believe that's my action. That's about all I can do.
1: Okay. Zombie 1, Zombie 2 are going to continue to flail. They actually make a little bit of headway as they kind of uh, start to to submerge a bit into the water, kind of headed in your general direction. So, And the big old corpse gatherer, Zombie Wad, has actually taken notice that you're out in the river. Its collective intelligence tells it that maybe that's not such a great idea. It actually approaches the edge of that marshy, nasty, mucky area.
2: So he's all the way up here?
1: Yeah, he's kind of made it up to the, the edge of the uh, the marsh line over this way. Yeah, that's it. So he, he's not coming out towards the dock. He's headed beeline straight for where
2: y'all are at. How about the so. horde? Is it following him? He is the horde. Oh, he, he is the horde.
1: I will say there are some stragglers kind of following behind, and they kind of keep adding to the zombie collective. So. He kind of collects more zombies as he goes. Therefore, corpse collector. So, gotcha. there you go. I don't love him. Right, right. The The original actually was basically like a shambling mound, but it, it was basically a graveyard instead. So, it's like a graveyard that has come to life. Great. So, the original had like tombstones and caskets and all kind of fun stuff that's all rolled in there. But this, this is just a zombie wad with a really... Really heavily calloused, very large dwarf somewhere in its in its juicy center.
0: You guys fought a big mech suit made of dead bodies in my original first ever campaign at the end. Oh
3: yeah, we did. That's true.
1: We're bringing it bringing it right back, full circle.
0: It love,
3: you guys love fought it. undead Randy Savage in my campaign.
0: That's also
3: true. Yes. <laughs>
2: I could, I could work with some more of that. So. You guys fought a centaur that was more like an ogre on an elephant's body in my campaign. <laughs> true. Mm-hmm. That was pretty awesome. Oh, yeah, Zenus, you weren't in that one. I weren't. Do it again. Well, the one-shot continues, so... True, true, true. We could always do it again. Does this one continue? Find out next week. Hopefully. Let's go. All right, let's do this. <laughs> yeah, All right, care. so...
1: I'm going to say Zombie 1 and Zombie 2, they are out of your line of sight. They have actually submerged up underneath the water, but they're still headed in your general bargeward direction. Uh, big old Zombo Wad is actually uh, still on the bank. He has been heading in your general direction, but uh, is now reached the edge of that marshy area over there. So uh, y'all are continuing to kind of drift out into the current a little bit, but uh, as, uh, as the, uh, the dwarven, uh, foreman for the mine told you previously, it's about two mile downstream. So, uh, what do you do's, I'm going to say that we're, we're just in a collective, uh, pause between combat.
0: Okay. Um, is, how do we make this boat float, float as fast as possible?
2: Um, I just want to get moving at all right now, and then we can start chucking barrels off the side, and that should speed us up. We got two miles to go, so we can t- toss off barrels when we don't have zombies climbing up our collective rear ends.
0: Why why not toss a barrel now? I, I'm not sure what else we can do.
2: Because I'm trying to get it unstuck from the bank. If you want to toss a barrel, you can go toss a barrel. I can't <laughs> do more than one thing at a time. My arms ain't that long.
0: All right, I'll toss barrels then. I think. What? What did you say, Keith? I said,
2: I'll toss barrels then. I go and help you do that. I'm going to keep shoving with my shoving stick. Okay. What for trying to get it unstuck? All
1: right, so the general plan has been hatched. As you're moving and drifting out kind of very sluggishly into the water, the. uh. The big old zombie corpse gatherer actually notices that you're getting away, so he starts to shuffle his way into that nasty, mucky ground. When he takes a step into that marshy area, he sinks a good ten feet down into it, though. This is a big boy,
2: and uh, he got some big steps. So, Can I use uh, Mold Earth again? Cantrip,
1: so... 'm yeah. i'm gonna I'm I'm say with that we're gonna we're gonna re-enter combat just with the same initiative order how's that after or before he i'm gonna say that he took his move right there so okay. it's now back up to back up to Hammu okay
3: i will help Colin chuck a
1: okay
3: so do y'all y'all wanna
1: just y'all want to take a collective turn with like uh keith you're gonna get you gonna get an advantage on this uh, roll to Chuck?
3: Um, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. Go ahead. That work? Yeah, no. I was gonna ask a meta question, but that that wouldn't be good. Yeah, go ahead. It's uh, all good. Well, Keith, how strong are you? Yes, plus Not one. Not very. <laughs> Do you have a positive or negative modifier?
0: Plus one.
3: Ooh. Okay, so. Uh, are, how are we doing? How are we doing this, Josh? Is it just a straight up like strength save? I'm gonna
1: say that's a, a strength check,
3: okay. not necessarily a strength save, but it's a strength check uh, yeah. with advantage. Okay. Yeah, you do it, Keith. Okay.
0: Right. Well, I'm gonna use a roll of inspiration. Okay. I rolled a five and a one. Okay. Then I rolled an unnatural twenty. Okay. Hey, that's why we use inspiration, boys and an girls. unnatural
1: 20. So you, you manage to to get one of the barrels shuffled over to the side. Are you throwing it in the uh, the middle of the river side of the barge or like towards the bank side of the barge? Towards the bank. Towards the bank. So behind you. Got it. So you kind of shuffle it over to that side. Uh, when you do, the weight shifts a little bit and the bottom of the barge kicks out a little bit. So you get a little bit more more movement out of it now. Nice. Then Hamu comes up and helps you kind of get a shoulder up under this thing, and the both of you kind of heave one of these barrels full of gold, by the way, right off the side of this barge. Now, who knows what's inside? Tune in next week. But one barrel is now off the side, and it, it does sink. It is a very heavy barrel. It is not floating along its way. So we got that going on, and with that, the barge actually becomes a little bit lighter, and you can... Hear that kind of a scraping, scooting kind of noise as it starts to let go on the bottom and starts to actually start moving downstream. Ooh, all right. Still got a little bit of a scraping here or there, but Bruce, what you got for us?
2: Um, can I use mold earth on that uh five foot cube I pushed up underneath us before? And yeah, okay. I'm just thinking. Go ahead. Can I? Like, kind of slough off the sides of it so it's more like a two foot circle. Okay. That way it's got. Less friction, but it also has a point to kind of rotate around so we can spin around a little faster.
1: You're going at this from like an engineering perspective. It's very dwarfy. I well, like it.
2: We've been stuck on this bank for a while. <laughs> I feel like these people should have caught up to us by now. But...
1: <laughs> well, in game it's been like two minutes. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah, so you're you're basically making like a little smaller area so there's still still kind of nudging it up but at the same time it's less of an area so it'll yeah. slide off
2: i'm just trying to have the back end kind of stuck a little just enough to have us rotate around that point okay so that we don't drift off backwards okay and then once it gets turned i'll, I'll release it entirely
1: okay you got uh, you got control so yeah i'm gonna say that you do that and um the barge actually kind of like slips and slides its way until a little and you don't feel it hitting the bottom anymore it's sitting pretty low in the water but it's definitely made it off of the bottom so it's probably not very much off the bottom but it is off the bottom all right all
2: right so how are we at like a 90 degree angle now or
1: i'm gonna say we have hit a flat on 90 all right cool So we're going to say that. Y'all are pointed straight out. The bow is pointed straight out towards the middle of the river. It's not a really fast current, but it's getting there. And uh, it's starting to kind of swing the bow of the boat around by itself. So it is now Big Boy's turn. He is going to see if he can get another mighty step into that thing headed in your direction. So he swings (sighs) swings one zombie, zombie crafted leg over into the muck and stomps down with a mighty <clears throat> as big gouts of mud go gushing up into the air. And one frog <laughs> and he tries, to, tries to pull that, that back leg out and it is just so difficult. It's just so much weight and everything. There's a lot of zombie muscles all combined in this. So it gets that loud <sighs> And it sounds like somebody is trying to suck a Volkswagen through a straw. But it does happen. And he gets one leg kind of balanced up for that next step. So he is in it. He is in the muck, boys. Y'all are out there into the river. Hamu, what you do? Mm. Hamu. See, is she still with us? There There he is.
3: Um, uh, I'm gonna just keep helping Keith. Okay, so y'all gonna chuck out some more barrels? Yes, yeah, sir. Sure.
0: Yeah, probably a good idea. Okay. I'd say. All right, um, so
1: we'll we'll just continue to say you just, you get that advantage on that.
0: All right. It's a good thing we had it. An eighteen. An
1: eighteen. All right, grab another barrel, and y'all managed to strong arm this thing right over the side of it as you're as you're doing that the barge gets a little bit lighter sits a little bit sturdier in the water definitely free of the bottom so you're starting to pick up speed on the swing and you're at a you're probably a good 45 degrees now pointed downstream so the other direction so
2: as you're doing
1: all this you actually you remember that smell when you came on it's kind of been mashed by all the mud that's been kicked up and everything but there's just a Rank nasty rancid smell that you got coming from somewhere.
0: Uh oh.
1: Right, so that was the, the Hamu and the Kaolin, right?
0: Uh, yeah, I guess right. so.
1: Bruce, what you got is time? Um, you're out of the mud. You're
2: out of the mud. Okay. Uh, there's still mud close to the back of the boat, though, right?
1: It's mean, probably a little bit caked on here and there. But, I mean, you're you're out. You're free floating. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, you're probably in like a an inch, inch and a half of water. It's not a whole lot, but you're hanging in there. You got some free movement of the boat.
2: All right. I, I don't know. Can I use a mold earth to kind of give us a push? It's
1: mold earth. It's versatile.
2: <laughs> it, it doesn't have enough force to do damage, but uh, I assume that's more like a speed thing. It is still... Five cubic feet of mud moving.
1: Okay, so you're gonna slam five cubic feet of of mud into the back of the
2: boat. More like shove five cubic feet of mud into the back of the boat. Okay, I like
1: the correction. I like the correction. Yeah. Um. Dang, I'm trying to figure what kind of a roll this is. going You know, just give me a give me a straight twenty. If it's higher than a ten, this is a fifty fifty shot. See if you got it.
2: All right. It's two. It's a two. All right. I think this is something that's more just up to you. It's not really a roll to roll to mud, but I didn't want it. I I wanted it to be random.
1: Wait. I wanted it to be random. So with that, it, it, it creates like a little wave of mud up behind the, the stern of the, of the barge of the boat. And it, it kind of just kind of a little bit, but it, you don't get a whole lot of forward momentum from it, but you, you can tell that it's, it's promising. It's yeah. definitely promising. So, all right. It's now big, uh, it's now Big Zomboy's turn. He is uh, gonna He's gonna plant that other massive tree trunk leg and kinda he's reached the edge of the water and is now kind of like extending his arms zombie style towards you as you hear a loud and deeply resonating moan through the night. And just out of the side of this thing is one giant beefy arm that comes out and grabs another zombie off of its zombie body and chucks it out into the water ahead of it. As you see, Guari's head stick out from the side of this thing and yell into the night Together! <laughs> he's still hanging in there.
0: <laughs> oh, together like he's with us. Yes.
1: <laughs> he's Still hanging in there, boys.
4: Uh, sorry, Guardia. Our, our goal is to separate.
1: It's all right. He is not even not even paying attention. He is just he is in this thing. This is the battle of a lifetime. He's literally in a battle right now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So it is now back top of the order, of Hamu. You gonna do anything special? Uh, no, sir. No, sir. Okay.
3: All right, go to lend us some assistance. Uh, yeah, I will. Are we still chucking barrels?
0: I I was about to lean over to you, Hamu, and I was, I was I was about to say, Hamu, do you believe that this giant creature would respond to my laughter spell? It is
4: possible, but I do not know for certain.
0: Neither do I. Suppose it's worth a try.
3: Uh, okay. Then I say, you do that, I will try to chuck another barrel. When you lean over, roll a
1: perception. Hamu? That's going to be Yuki.
0: Okay. We up. I think I wrote a treat.
1: Okay, amidst these barrels, you 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 can definitely see there's like a sludgy kind of something at the at the bottom of the bottom of the boat. Kind of amidst these barrels, and that the smell is just intensely nasty.
0: Uh, Hamu, do you know what this nasty stuff is on the floor?
3: I know. Um, I roll perception to see. I got a nat twenty. Holy crap! A nat
0: twenty Good dice are on fire tonight. All
3: right. Okay.
1: So this all this all happens just immediately right after Bruce kind of gave it that little bump in the back, and one of the barrels kind of shifts forward a little bit, and there is just between a couple of these barrels that have been shifting around, there is just a a wad of nasty, fleshy, all kind of nast down there. Hold up while I get you a description here. Okay. Hold up. I'm going back three, to, to version 3 again here. So
4: This is...
1: All right. The horrible creature that has come into view is a mass of free-roaming intestines, flaccid organs, and a few odd rib bones. Dragging behind it is the Dead head of Orson, the traitor, and a lolling maggot ridden human head, excuse me, dwarven head. So, there you go. So, this is a giant, nasty pile of nast, which is just nasted up in your day.
2: So, do we call it the flaccid organ?
1: No, let's not. Let's not. I just sent everybody a picture uh over to the uh the text. Can't get it up on the screen, but we'll see if we can get that for everybody. But um yeah, it is in D terms, it is the skulking cyst. Oh god.
0: The yeah, skulking some,
1: cyst. It's, it's some nast. It is some nast. Y'all want me to y'all want me to read like a little bit of flavor text here? Do y'all want some flavor? Sure. Absolutely. All right, prefers shadows in dark corners, only revealing the horror of its form when it strikes lone victims from hiding. Though often cloaked in detritus of a previous victim, the skulking, skulking cis-true heart is a one-foot diameter spherical sac that contains fluid and semi-solid necrotic flesh, which slowly undulates as if a mockery of breath. Ah, Yeah. Got you got had something. me
0: till okay. semi-solid, then I'm out. Semi-solid. Oh, yeah.
1: So, yeah, y'all got a little stowaway on your boat trip there. All right, so into the initiative order is the cyst itself, which is going to see if it can lash out with some of its juicy intestinal kind of appendages towards you. That is going to be you, Hamu, who is closest to it. Are you ready, uh, sir? I am. Did,
0: did we is coming before Hamu's turn?
1: Uh, yeah. Well, actually, actually there was a perception roll and all that. So he is actually right after Hamu. So
3: Hamu, if you want to, if you want to take anything else with your perception, um, well, no, that would be an action. So I can't, I can't really do anything else. All right. So he's just going to see if he can hit you with some nast. Uh, it is a 19 to
1: hit that hits. That's going to hit. So he is going to do 1d4 plus the 4 damage. So it is a 4 plus the 4. He's got 8 on you. Ah. And guess what? Guess what, my my friend? What? He attaches to the target.
4: Good.
1: Right, right. So while attached, he doesn't attack. Instead, at the start of each of the turns, his turns, not yours, you lose 6 hit points. Excuse me, I can do a 1d4 plus 4. We're going to do that instead. It can detach itself, but you can just make a strength check to see if you can peel that bad boy off, and that's about it. Cool. All right, that is his move. Um, Keith, it is Colin's turn.
0: I I was asked to roll a perception as well, so I assume I'm on bonus action territory.
1: Uh, I'm going to say that you got action uh, because Hamu rolled
0: it. It's okay. I roll one, too, though. Okay, go for it. No, I mean, I, I did roll one. Okay. I don't wanna... you,
1: you noticed all this is happening, right? This, you didn't get yeah. surprised by this.
0: You you Yeah, yeah, yeah. I noticed there was some grime, and then Hamu cleared things up for me. Okay. Reveal, pointing at the shambling cyst. That'll work. That is now attacking him. Uh, uh, Hamu, I, I, that, are you all right in there? Does it look
4: like I'm all right in there?
1: Yeah, this thing is like wrapped some nasty old intestinal tissue around you and is like basically started to graft itself to the side of your neck.
5: Mm.
1: It likes you. It's Gross. It's like the nastiest puppy you can ever imagine. It's Dang. all up in there, all over you. Yeah. So, Keith, if you did that with the perception, I'm going to say, do you, do you want to take a bonus action with anything?
0: Let me see real quickly. There's a thing that I can do that I need to try to remember how to do it. Uh,
1: I know bar has got some, some good bonus actions in there. so.
0: Um, no, I don't have anything besides Bardic Inspiration. Um, so yeah, as a bonus action, I'm going to do Bardic, another Bardic inspiration on Hamu. Um, nice to say, um, I'll strum my lyre again and, and musical magic will, will fill his body. And cause it's been 10 minutes since the last time I gave it to him and I'll be like, uh, uh, may the power of Bahamut free you from this hell.
1: <laughs> and I think that's, that's all I got. I got. All right. It is now Bruce's move.
2: Um, do we still have Z one and Z two clinging to the side of the boat? Nah, board?
1: stuck in the mud. They their
2: their heads have become submerged under the water. They're still trying to get to you, but they're all right. Not even in sight. Um, I just want to take the oar and try and push us down the stream. So
1: you pushing? Yep. Right. Straight up strength. Let's see what you got. That's two. A two. All right. Kind of gets a little stuck in the mud again. So <laughs> I think all right, so you, you get a little bit of movement on it. You got two oars, though, so or two poles. So, all right, big boy zombie corpse gatherer is actually going to high. He is going to lunge towards your persons on the barge. He is almost the size of the barge, but he is going to come up a little bit short. So two massive zombie made-of-arms are going to lunge towards the barge and just Barely hit the back end of it, knocking a couple of limbs off, a few a uh, few toes, fingers, and a few arms here or there, as that massive moan as the whole thing falls face first, if it had a face, into the water and hits the back of the boat, knocks a couple of the, of the boards loose, but not off. And uh, it actually creates a little bit of a wave that pushes you ahead by about 10 feet. So you're actually kind of sailing off into the middle of the water now as a uh, zombie fella is. Uh, well, he's just kind of face down if you had a face. Nice. All right. <clears throat> Top of the order. There you go. Yeah, we're kind of moving this around, but it's all over the place. Hamu. You got a, you got a buddy.
3: Yeah, I do have a buddy. go do whatever. Um. So, can I get my mouth to him? Can you get your mouth to him? Yeah, like could I so point my think, mouth
1: at him? Yeah, because he's like trying to attach himself like to your your
3: shouldery neckish area, just to the side of you, right there. So, yeah, go go for it. You gonna breathe at him? I'm gonna breathe at him. So he's got to make a dexterity saving throw, and uh, I'm Maybe. out of breath uses, so I'm going to spend a key point to do that. Yeah. Um. So, however, you want to do the dexterity saving throw is up to you. Okay. Um. Yeah. So he need to roll that. Gotcha.
1: It's going to be um,
3: cold damage.
1: I am going to say that since he is, yeah, since since. He's got disadvantage on it since he is technically attached to you per- to your
3: person or trying to attach to your person. He's got a nine on it. He got a what? He got a nine. Okay, so he's gonna take a full, um, gosh, what was it? seven damage, seven cold damage, and then uh, is Colin still close to me? Yeah, y'all are like like right there. Awesome. I'm gonna punch at him twice. Colin? No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna punch at the. Uh, <laughs> The guy twice. So you're basically
1: punching essentially something attached to you. So, yeah, I love it. Um,
3: so that's another nat 20. Okay. Um, (laughs) good thing I have advantage because that's a two. Um, Mm -hmm. and 15, right? So a nat 20, a two, and a 15, right? No, well. Uh, kobolds have pack tactics, so you have advantage if an ally is within five feet. So, um, I rolled like a, like, I don't know, like a, like an eight or something. And then the 20 on the first attack. And then on the bonus action attack, I rolled a two and, uh, no, no, I rolled an eight on that one. Two and an eight. So yeah. 20 and 15. Okay. So yeah. AC is 14 on his bad boy. You got him. Yeah. um 13 damage for the first attack and 10 damage for the second so uh that's 30 damage to this this little thing cold damage 30 damage is yes, there that is a that is a powerful one two you got there
1: um with a with a little slight. Haze of a shriek coming from the mouth of the former Orson, the trader. This creature is now dead. Heck it yeah. falls to the floor of the thing. You said it's cold damage, right? Yes, sir. <clears throat> cold damage falls to the floor of the barge, and just some of some of that, that visceral fluid that it was covered in is kind of frozen and kind of like flakes off in little little ice chunks.
3: Grody, can yeah, it's I? Pretty, it's a nasty sickle. Can I use a free action to just like kick its corpse off the boat? You know what? Yeah, that thing was nasty. Yeah, there we go. Ham like breathing heavy and like rubbing his shoulder, and he's like, he just kinda like <laughs>
4: that was the most disgusting thing I've ever seen.
0: Uh, I, I have to agree from, from my position as well. One of the the worst things I've ever seen as well. Right next to the 40-foot tower of corpses shambling toward us. Oh, oh yes. From, from there.
3: <laughs> All right, so that is the end of my turn. I have to pee. Do it. All right? I'm going to say that it is Bruce's turn.
1: Actually, no, that was Hamu. It is now Colin's turn. Uh, so that thing is dead and gone. There are no more enemies on El Barjo and um, the big old zombie corpse gatherer fella is now face down kind of scrambling and shambling through that mucky nasty water at the edge of the water.
0: How far is he from us and do we look like we're gonna be like moving gonna be able to outrun this thing? I'm gonna
1: say he, like the edge of his arms are about about fifteen feet away at this point. Okay. His main, his main body would say that's, that's your 30 feet.
0: Gotcha. And we don't seem to be moving that fast. His Uh, his
1: collective body is, is prone in the water. If that does help.
0: Gotcha. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Can I still see, uh, Gwari's head poking out of the side of it or whatever? Every
1: now and then you get a glimpse of his head and then that is impressive. <laughs> Every now and then you get a glimpse of his head and uh, you see, you see a bit of a, of a booted foot here, or there, another non-booted foot, one hand, all that kind of stuff. You la- you don't get a glimpse of his whole body.
0: Okay. Well, as long as I can see his head, I want to give this a shot to see if we can't slow him down. Do it. I'm um, going to say that he I'm- pokes his head out right, right, right here. Alright, I'm gonna look I'm gonna look him in his g- crazy eyes and I'm gonna cast hideous laughter on him again. Or er, hideous, hideous laughter again, yeah. Alright, roll it up. I wanna cast hideous laughter on Guari, a creature of my choice that I can see within range perceives everything as hilariously funny and falls into fits of laughter if the spell affects it. The target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or fall prone, becoming incapacitated and unable to stand up for the duration. A creature with an intelligence score of four or less isn't affected got it all right rolling up uh you would roll a um wisdom uh i don't think it's happening with a six brother yeah wisdom saving throw no he fails mm. so gwari if you allow the spell to f- apply to him is now incapacitated he's fallen prone And he finds everything uncontrollably funny, and he's unable to stand up for the duration of the spell at the end of each of its turns, the creature's turns, and each time it takes damage, the target can make another wisdom saving throw. Uh, The target has advantage if it's triggered by damage.
1: Dang. Okay. Well, this guy is pretty much constantly taking damage, but he don't really feel a whole lot of it. His body's so dang thick. So. From from a from a distance away you, you see his head poke up and you just kinda ping hit him with your your was this hideous laughter? Hideous laughter. Hideous laughter. You're hitting him with the hideous laughter. And for the brief moment that you see his head above the tide of zombies, you, you see his eyes light up and a little huh. smile just a little smile creep across his face. That's about all the muscle movement would allow in his face. And as he starts to submerge up underneath the wave of zombies, you hear, (laughs) and then he starts to go under again. (laughs) All right. That's about it on this one, fellas. That big boy is prone. Y'all are getting some movement out into the water. Um, Bruce has kind of nudged y'all out a little bit. And the zombie has pushed you a bit downstream. He is going to, the zombie is going to continue to try to get up. But other than that, y'all are out in the middle of El River. I'm going to say you're another 30 feet away from this fella. You're actually picking up some speed in the current.
0: I have now realized I made a mistake, but I have a way to make it sound like I'm meant to do it. Uh, yeah, you're, good. you're out of here. So, so out of here. for the drifting out. Yeah, you're you're out and you're actually
1: headed downstream now. So. All right.
0: All right when so I just see what you got when i decided to cast that spell i know i asked this earlier but it didn't click for me late until just now that guari is not controlling this amalgamation of corpses no i i thought that when i cast a spell on him i thought i was going to incapacitate this thing by making the whole thing laugh but now i'm going to change it to my desire was it's my fault he's stuck in the corpses because i suggested <laughs> to run so I'm trying to at least let him go out laughing <laughs> instead of instead it. of dying in pain. He he can go out in laughter. I as love he is it. Consumed. That is awesome. So let's change. Let's change that real quick, and
2: make it <laughs> I'm less stupid. <laughs> Good job, Kai. You ain't got to outrun the bear. You just got to outrun the other guy. <laughs> sometimes, yes. Yeah, sometimes.
1: All right. Any other any other actions at this point?
0: I got an a thing.
1: All right. So, uh, Xena, is Hamu got any actions you want to take right now? We have just exited the
3: combat zone. Uh,
2: no, sir, he don't. Okay. Bruce got anything? Nope. Uh, I want to use the oars to get us moving as quick as possible. All right. You're kind of
1: shuffling that oar back and forth to try to get it moving. All right, so y'all are headed out downstream a bit. You see this flailing mass of zombies kind of wiggle its way out into the deeper water as it disappears beneath the water's edge. Every now and then you can see one big meaty chunk of it kind of up above the surface as it tries to kind of lurch its way out into the water to find where you went
2: to. All right. Do you want to say Z1 and Z2 got incorporated? Sure, just
1: sucked them up into the whole vacuum of corpses along the way. All right. Yep. The little blob of... Yep. The cyst. Might as well pick up the cyst as it's going. Why not? Add to the collection. Got to collect them all Pokemon style. Really, 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 really nasty Pokemon style. So. All right. So we got a barge with seven... No, we got a barge with eight barrels remaining, and y'all scooting down the river.
3: All right. Hey, um... Two questions. Uh, first, are we taking a rest? Second, I want to search the barrels. Okay. You may take a short rest, and yes, you may search the barrels.
0: All right. I can get, get something back. Rest. <laughs> not much of a time
1: for a rest, but y'all actually defeated everything that was coming at you, so. You take a short.
2: I didn't use any of my stuff, because I didn't want to use it and not be able to get a rest. Ooh. Okay.
0: Yay, I get my breath weapon back.
1: All right, so we got a little bit of a short going on. Who's checking what barrel?
0: I'm just leaned up against the side, man. I'm not doing anything.
1: Got it. So you're just kind of strumming along, taking a little break, just getting a little rest?
2: Yeah, figure out what life's all about. (laughs) Paddling, trying to get us away from the giant corpse monster. Got it. Glaring at my companion who is sitting there doing nothing. Strumming his loot,
0: and then I stand stand up and begin to help. <laughs> <laughs> All
1: right, so you're gonna you're gonna help search your barrels, or you're gonna help push the barge away from imminent doom. Do what now? You said you help. Are you helping with the barrels? Are you helping with the pushing the barge? I'm
0: helping the pushing. I'm helping the pushing. I stand up. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry, Bruce. I, I know we need the speed. There you
1: go. All right, so you get a little bit more speed on You get a little bit more speed. All right, if you got less speed, you get more of a rest, but that's okay. <laughs> All right, so Hamu is going through barrels. Hamu, which one are you going to bust open? You got eight of them.
3: Um, whichever one is closest to me. Closest to you. We're going to say that is barrel number five. Okay,
1: you bust that thing open. I'm Instead of doing a strength check and everything, I'm just going to say that you you got this. You
3: got enough time to start working over it, okay? Okay, um, what do I roll to determine what I find? Just roll an investigation. Okay, that worked for me. Uh, that's a seven.
1: A seven? Okay. You can definitely tell that this barrel has some silver in it.
3: Wait, hang on. It hasn't been ten minutes, has it? Ten minutes since. T- since I got and- messed with the bardic inspiration. Now you good. This is, this is just a couple minutes after all this went down. So So will you allow a roll of it? Go go for it, yeah. yeah. All yours. Well that's a one, so I got eight. <laughs> all, right. <laughs> all right. All right. So Bardic inspiration. <laughs> it is an
1: ore of some sort. That looks like it's it's not quite refined, but you can definitely tell with a with an eight that uh there are some little flecks of gold and silver in there.
0: Yeah,
3: hey, that's cool. There you go. There
0: you go. So, for my help, when when you do a short rest, is there any do you get any spell slots back? I forget how that works.
3: Um, you no, not on spell slots. Uh but a uh, short rest, you can roll a number of hit dice up to your maximum number of hit dice. <laughs> um I think it's based on character level and then you regain health that way.
0: Okay. I don't remember what my hit dice are.
3: Your hit dice are a D eight. Oh, okay. I'll do that.
0: Apologies for the derailment.
3: Um, yeah, you can only, yeah, up to the character's maximum number of hit dice. So yeah, uh, you also add your Constitution modifier to every dice you roll. Cool.
0: Well, I've used two and regained all of the health I had lost.
3: There you go. I have decided to roll all of mine to recover health, if the DM permits.
1: That's fine.
2: (coughs) I don't even know what my full health is. I don't know. Just going all or nothing? My max health is 45. It's not bad.
3: Mine's twenty five. Really, holy crap! Wow. <laughs> okay,
1: then you've done really good. I'm glad I didn't throw out some uh, some some big beefos towards y'all.
0: Yeah, I don't know what the deal is with that, but I don't know. That was
1: kind of a low one for a level five. So,
0: mm-hmm.
1: did God, you,
2: you roll each like... health? Huh? Did you roll each health? Yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. I just took the average. You may have gotten some low rolls.
1: I
3: might have just to take an average. Well, huh? hang on, Keith. If you do, you have a Constitution modifier.
0: Uh, my Constitution modifier is like negative. Oh, okay. There you go. Yes, yeah, negative one. Mm.
1: All right. While well, y'all are doing all those calculations in the background, we've uh, just about to get towards that two mile mark to get to the nearby town to uh, alert them of the danger impending upon them. Is there any other barrels or other actions that you wish to
3: investigate, do, or otherwise something? I would like to search one more barrel if I could. Which one? Barrel number six. Number six? So the one just next door? Sure.
1: Okay. Roll an investigation. Investigation. Uh, well, that's a 10. That's a 10. You don't even have to open this one. Because it, as you tilt it up to check out what's on top of it, the side of it becomes clear with a large burnished label in it that says Bruce Goodale's
3: Good. <laughs> um, Hummer goes, and like, like, <laughs> tosses the, the thing back. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So you don't you don't mention it to anybody.
3: Yeah, he just yeah.
1: Oh man. All right, I love it. <laughs> all right. So you are quickly approaching the nearby town. You can kind of see a little town, a little village up on the side of the river on the left and left and leftmost bank. So Yeah, Bryce is drawing it all out. It's all good. Okay. Okay, See, so all down oh, this way. Done. move the whole thing. How does that even... You had her? one
5: job.
1: Oh, God. All right, so the river itself, just for everybody who can't look at the map, the river itself is about 200 feet wide. This is a this, I mean, this ain't the Mississippi, but, I mean, it's a good-sized little river going on. Uh, so you have crossed over the midsection, and you're kind of headed over towards the um, the far bank from where you started. And uh, you are quickly approaching a nearby little town that you didn't quite catch the name of earlier. You're in such a hurry. Mm-hmm. There's a few little docks kind of point out to this side, and there's what looks to be one dock specifically that actually has a few other little trading uh, barges out next to it. And it looks to be sort of a a gathering spot, a tavern for these local traders coming up and down river. So there you go.
0: So, what are the odds that this town is also covered in the viscera of its once
2: residents? Um, I don't know, I guess we'll find out when we get down there. Somebody, go ahead. What are the odds of us stopping if it is and we can tell from the bank? Should we just keep on floating downriver or actually stop?
0: If this town is overrun by dead people, I'd... Prefer if we continue to just keep floating down the river.
3: And All right. die. So,
1: somebody roll me a perception.
0: I'll do it. I too will pee on my eyes. Do it. Pee on my eyes. I will pee on my
1: eyes. Yeah, yeah, that's in your eye earlier. <laughs>
0: 11. Yeah. 11. Yeah. 11.
1: 13. 13. Drag, Abbott, Zenith. Eight seconds
3: for your boy. 18.
1: Okay. All right. So with the eighteen, you're definitely going to see it. And the fellas they kinda they got a little hint of something going on. But that uh that slight purplish haze that was kinda coming from off of the uh the light from the comet overhead is diminished a little bit. It's it's not quite as bright as it was.
2: Keith. I point that out. I tabbed over to your stream. And saw you yawn, and it was the same time I was yawning. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's really contagious, even through the
1: it made me want to yawn, but I'm battling it out. It's- the will is winning. All right. So what well, we got going on the 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 purple light? What caused the calamity is is not quite as strong. It seems to be fading a little.
0: Very well, Hamu. Uh, maybe this town is. Not being currently destroyed the way the one was we just left.
4: One can hope,
2: can't they? Alright, so we're we stopping to check it out, or what are we doing, boys?
0: If I can't, I suppose we should stop and check it out. We, we agreed that's what we do. There's no guarantee that our em- employer is dead where we left him. Highly likely, but not guaranteed.
2: Yeah. Uh, he's down in that mine. I'm sure he's got some amount of protection in there. Uh, Yeah, let's go see what's going on. Can I dock us?
1: You can try. Roll another perception.
2: Oh, yeah. That's a 14.
1: Okay, 14, because you're at the back of the boat. Keith, are you at the back of the boat, or are you at the... uh? Kind of midships, kind of pulling the way
0: down. Um, I assume I would be might maybe wh- I'm wherever br- wherever uh, Bruce Goodale is because I was right, trying you, to help him pull. Gonna, you
1: you percept as well because y'all are both okay. in, in kind of the rear pulling this thing down.
0: Please excuse the sound of the dogs. I apologize. I, I rolled an eleven. 14? Yeah.
1: All right. What'd you get? Eleven. Mm-hmm. All right. You don't you don't quite make it out. But Bruce can very, very faintly hear the sound of (laughs) just very faint laughter (laughs) As a small wake begins to show behind the boat about, about 40, 50 feet
2: out. Um... You hear something?
0: I didn't before, but I think I can make it out now. It sounds kind of like la- l- laughter? Uh,
2: yeah, I was I was worried that might be what I was hearing too.
4: I hear a doggy. It
1: sounds like a doggy. What do you gen- do, gentlefolk?
2: Does this mean... Pray. Go faster, or what do you want to do?
0: Uh, I don't... uh, I I don't feel like we can stop if this zombie creature is behind us, chasing us.
2: Well, I believe he's floating the same direction we are. He had trouble getting into the river to begin with. He might have some trouble getting out.
0: You're a smart man, Bruce.
2: I'll follow your lead. Hey, I'm just a redneck. I'm following your lead, big horse. Give the word and I'll dock us.
0: <laughs> I've lived a decent life so far, I suppose. Uh, might as well dock and maybe it'll be easier to hide in buildings than it will be on the river.
2: Yeah, we'll, we'll give it a shot.
0: Hamu, I assume you'd like to punch the thing.
4: If given an opportunity, I would enjoy that. But I would rather live instead of die foolishly.
0: It seems that. It... Scaly beanstalk. <laughs> it seems Hamu is on the same page with us as well, Bruce. We might as well dock and see what we what can be done.
2: That, right. uh,
1: that floating bulge of water behind you has just broken the surface, and you see a mass of zombies <laughs> raise up above the water as you hear. <gasps> oh! <laughs> As, yeah. it, as, as it stumbles forward and starts to
2: to wade towards your area. Hey guys, uh is that man still alive in there?
0: <laughs> I I believe he is and my spell is still on him.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty sure your spell would have ended if he had uh, bit the big one. Agreed.
1: All right. Headed to dock or headed downstream?
2: I believe we said dock, right?
0: Yep. Dock this thing. We'll see what we can do on land.
1: Hamu, you gonna grab the rope? Who's grabbing the rope to, to catch this thing on the dock?
3: Uh yeah, you know, I'll grab the rope, why not? <laughs> Alright.
1: Just deck that thing up and see what we got for uh for snagging the uh the mooring. The uh, that's the 16. So Yeah, you got it. So you lasso that thing and kind of get everything navigated towards the, uh, the dock. Y'all actually managed to get towards the end of the dock close enough that you could leap off if you so desire. Are we taking the time to tie off or are we just going to, uh, going to roll with this and just jump off action hero style?
3: I would like to roll stealth, uh, to jump off stealthily. Okay. Roll some stealth to jump off sneaky style. Uh, twenty five.
1: Okay, nobody noticed you get off that boat. Okay, the boat is just it's tied up, and then I don't know where Hamu went. He might might have gone to get some snacks or something. I don't know.
2: Did he tie it off? <laughs> yep.
1: Well, he he just he roped it and he grabbed it and pulled y'all close. Okay. It's not uh it's not attached. Attached. No,
3: yeah, I did not tie it off. Well, then
2: okay. He- I want to follow that way, but I want to tie it off with a easy just pull it and it releases not.
1: Okay, so just a quick, like a little bunny bow then. Yeah. Got it. All right. Do so I need to roll for knot tying? Roll a dexterity just to see how you, how you do on that knot tie. Yeah, you got it. All right. You got it. It was an 18 for everybody listening in the Homeward audience. So Nice. He got that thing. Is it in, a, in one deft move? He only uses like two fingers too, and he gets that thing tied just a beautiful little knot. So,
0: all right, exceptional. Anybody else? Uh, I'm want to hop off the boat and be shouting, "Everyone in this fine town, you're going to want to come out of your
4: homes and run."
1: Okay. You don't see any particular action from the town, although you hear a lot of like laughter and cheer and things going on from the the nearby uh, tavern nearby inn which is right here on the edge by the dock,
2: so do I hear that? Sure. sure. I wanna I wanna start yeah, right running, there. Running towards that tavern. All right. Running toward that tavern.
1: As you're running towards the tavern, are you doing your full movement speed? Yeah. I'm As gonna... you're running towards the tavern, this uh, amalgamation, oh zombie death, has now gotten into the shallower water over by the docks and has now gained a lot of dead corpses along the bottom of the water, which don't go swimming in that river, by the way. Along with the cyst, which is now stuck to one of the zombies, which is now hanging off the side of it. The two zombies that were (laughs) hanging off the side of the boat earlier has now grown in size to about 55 feet tall. It is in about 10 feet of water. So, yeah, it's uh, 40, 45 feet of uh, zombie horde sticking out of the water. <laughs> and it begins to kind of make its way
2: towards the general area of the dock. This river is a lot wider than I had it drawn, ain't it?
1: Yeah, about like 200 feet. It ain't a Mississippi, but it ain't a creek either. So Yeah. Alright. Alright, so you're headed towards the end. Or tavern. The tavern. Yeah, you're
3: headed yeah, towards the tavern. Full where, sprint. where did Hamu go? We don't know. He's stealthed. Uh, Hamu is sneakily following the group. Um... He just okay. Hamu did not want that thing to see where he went, but I got you. I got you. I got you.
1: So in in all the in all the uh, action going on, nobody quite sees where Hamu is at with that original stealth roll of a twenty four. Bruce has run towards the tavern, supposedly not to sell them on his immaculate ale that he makes, but uh, to warn
2: them of un- impending danger. You knock on the door. No, I just bust uh, it down. I, I mean, I imagine it's unlocked. There you go. Open just, up that door. I enter. There you go. I run to the bar. All right.
1: So you enter, you run to the bar. Huffing and puffing. Huffing and puffing the whole way.
2: Is there a guy at the bar drinking?
1: There's a very large guy at the guy at the bar drinking. Very old guy, old dwarven fella.
2: I take oh. his drink <laughs> and I hold up a finger as I chug it. Like, give me a second.
1: Hey, now what's, what's with that
2: there? Still, finger holding. Hey, up. no!
1: What oh, wait, a gulp, moment!
2: Gulp, hey, barkeep, barkeep! Bar whoa, whoa! What's he doing? And I slam it down on the counter. <laughs> oh, guys, y'all got to get out of here. There's a horde of I, I don't know. There's been some kind of magical outbreak at the mining <coughs> town down the river. All right, uh, a human, a human man actually comes up to the uh, to the bar as the barkeep. Sir, what are you doing here? You just stole this man's drink? What are you talking about? I'll pay for it if you want Wait that what that didn't taste like Bruce's good ale. How about this? I'll give you a whole cask of Bruce Goodale's finest good ale if you will just listen to me for five seconds that's about all the time you got, son.
1: a whole cask
2: yeah you you see i do you recognize my face? It's on every barrel. I'm Bruce. Uh, Bruce Goodale. Are you sure? I may. are you blind? All right. So if you are, it better be top shelf. What have you got? Uh, we've got a big, big, like, 50, 55 foot tall problem right now. Ah, nah,
1: you're pulling me leg.
2: Well, I'm going to pull your leg over here to this window. You can check it out for yourself. Uh, Oh, no, no, no. Wait just a minute. Come on, some just anybody look out the window and tell this man there's something skulking through the water out there.
1: Is uh is Hamu and Kaolin still outside?
0: I'm a I'm at this point peeking through the door and saying, Bruce, we've got to go. If they won't watch they
2: they, they won't see it. Let's just go. Hang on, get give me like three seconds.
3: Where's Hamu? Um I am beside Kaolin, sneakily. Okay. You're
1: you're you're sneaking, you're you're be you're paying attention to everything, trying to stay in the shadows and stay hidden. Roll one good perception check for me. I will
3: do you one better. I will roll a bad perception check. All right. Uh well, I rolled a 13. 13.
1: Yeah, it's a subtle change, but you notice it. There's a little flash of light, not nearly as intense as it was to start all of this uh, craziness going on, but this is, it's just a little pulse of light and all of that purplish haze that was there is now just kind of vanished from your sight. And that 55 foot tall amalgamation of zombie horrors that was starting to loom up in the direction of the dock has almost made it there and when the little pulse flashes. Yeah. The whole group of zombies just kind of discombobulates <laughs> discombobulate and every everything just kind of falls apart they they lose cohesion and all of them fall into the river and just start floating down the river you know a little faster than the barge was going but the the huge zombie creature is now no more and uh, there is one uh there is one very bruised and battered but very tough looking dwarf amongst them just laughing the entire way, saying,
5: Again! <laughs> Again.
2: <laughs> I um did I see any of that? You're inside. Okay.
3: I so tap I, I, Go ahead. Oh yeah, I was just gonna say I tap Colin's shoulder um and kind of like just pull his attention and, and say, uh um <laughs> Colin look. Whoa, whoa, whoa,
4: whoa, uh, oh, it's you Hamo good God. Whoa. Look what is that Where where did it go?
3: Uh there was a flash of light
4: and then it fell apart.
0: We should did you s- Bruce Did you see from, from which point the flash of light emanated?
3: Did I see from which point the flashlight emanated?
0: Just the flash. sky.
2: The sky. <laughs> Do I see them standing in the door whispering? Well, you're focused on trying to get the uh, the well, over like, to the window. I'm gesturing that way. so yeah, I'll give you that one. Okay.
1: I'll give you that one. So as you're gesturing and trying to, to, to get the barkeep or anybody to come towards the door, comes toward the window, take a look at the horrors which are about to, about to be upon them. Everything kind of falls apart just as you reach the door. Just as people are starting to scramble to the windows to see what danger is coming. Well, I didn't
2: want to walk over there yet. Just. Okay. Hey, uh, Kai, Beanstalk, I'd tell him what's going on out there. Uh. Well. It fell
4: apart. Yes, yes, it, he's right. It fell apart.
2: It destroyed the barge already?
4: No. Oh. No, the. Kamo. you tell him you saw it. The creature fell apart. After a flash of light came from the sky.
2: So now we got just a bunch of little zombies all running around over the place trying to kill us now, right? Uh,
4: no, they seem to be dead as well.
2: How convenient. Yes. All right, false alarm, everybody. Drinks on me.
1: False, false alarm? I, I, okay, drink, drinks are on you. I'll give you that one. But uh, false, what, are you, what are you talking about?
2: Uh, c- come on, you, I'm sure you can still see some dead bodies all floating down the river.
1: I, I and he he's, he takes a look out out the the window and just just kind of gives it a cursory glance. I I don't see what you're talking about. Do I see them? <laughs> I mean, if you're really looking, yeah. But I mean, he's he's
2: not committed to it. He he thinks that you're a uh, you're, that you're trying to pull his leg. You think you're trying to pull a fast one. All right, if you're not gonna believe me, that's fine. Uh, hang on. You got something I can write down on. I'll give you a certificate to redeem for a barrel of my ale. You gave me five seconds of listening. You didn't listen too good, but...
1: Uh, All right. And he starts pulling out like a a piece of parchment for you to write something down on. But what's, what's all this about? You just barge in here and tell me there's danger and there's...
2: I barged in, uh, what for telling you that there was a giant monster on the way to destroy the town because of a magic outbreak of some kind, and it looks like the magic outbreak has either taken a break or ended, something of that manner, but now the giant monster that was made of corpses floating down the river is now floating down the river as a small stream of corpses instead. Who do I make this out to? Right...
1: Here, Here, here. Talk, talk to this man for a minute. See if you can set him straight. And the old guy that you took the beer from earlier is kind of giving you the eyeball, but he kind of sets you straight. All right, you know, take, make it out of this person. This person. So actually, he's telling you to make it out to him. But still, the the uh, the barkeep actually looks towards you two in the door. You two, you came in with this.
0: What? Where did you come from? We came from down the street down the river two miles up and uh, that whole town was destroyed in a in a, a wave of flesh and, and horror we were it was in pursuit of us in the form of a giant humanoid film form and and now we're here but moments later and it's not happening anymore so t- to be honest we're quite I'm quite confused Amu quite confused
2: I'm not unhappy. Yes. Good. Sorry, sorry, beanstalk. Go ahead and uh, make your creepy noises.
4: That is rude. And once I have ascended into the rank of chosen, you will not be so flippantly dismissive of me.
1: Yes, I really love your character. I just want to say that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all, all right. All right. In the the. The, the barkeeper's kind of just rubbing his head. He's got, like, like the whole headache kind of thing going on. So, I, just, come come, Come. Is it. come I'll, I'll pour you a drink. Come on. Come on. And he invites you to come on up to the bar, and he, he actually pours you all three very large, very tall glasses of some of his finest ale, which is definitely not Bruce Ale's good ale, but it's still pretty good. Now, I, I, look I, I appreciate what you've done here, but you said you you come down river right
0: y- yes, yes, we did from the next town, right yes, the one sir. from up the river, yes,
2: the man in town,
0: right,
1: well, I don't know how to tell you this boys, but we're we're the last town on this river, everything else is below us, and that's fifty miles away,
0: huh.
1: Roll credits.
0: <laughs> you roll credits. Before we roll credits, before roll credits, can I can I say, Hamu, uh, and the rest of you for that matter would 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 you like to hear one hear one of Bahamut's favorite songs? I only break it out when I'm very confused. Yes, <laughs> I take out my lyre and I begin to play.
4: <damping of applause andesi> and
5: then
0: I would was about to sing uh, a kiss from a rose but I don't think I'm gonna do that now. as as the as the soft tune is
1: playing, you know, the scene fades away and your party ends in a tavern Mm.
2: there you go and that's what you get when you play D&D backwards
0: (laughs) (laughs) was that the whole point?
1: no no, not the whole point but yeah
4: there used to be a graying tower alone on the sea similarity to
2: this is that good old fashioned Shyamalan twist at the end (laughs) Yeah, Shyamalan didn't touch that one. Thank God for that. I know, but it's still the still the the idea
1: of it. Oh yeah. Well, you yeah. gotta have some twists in D D here and there.
0: Absolutely. Well there you go. Maybe we'll be able to find out at some point what happened. You never know. What happened to Guari? Who knows? Was Guari actually an actual person?
2: Who knows? I mean Who knows? Who knows? I thought he was a tree. He could have Josh knows. the whole time.
1: <laughs> I know knows. anybody else know? We don't know. But I know and I'm not telling. So, we can pick this up with another adventure at some point. We can continue on with these characters if you so choose for other adventures. But, yeah, just want to tie things up in a nice, neat little bow or leave it open so we can continue going. Who knows?
0: Well, I, for one, am glad we didn't have to fight that creature. If you enjoy this show where you're listening to it, please leave us a review on your favorite podcasting app. And continue to stay tuned for the next episode should be the first, the re-first episode, episode 1.0, or 2.0 of episode 1 of season 2 of Dungeon Boys uh, should be coming up. But um, I will ex-
2: this is this is the second time a Dungeon Boys has been attempted, though, so it's season 2 of Dungeon Boys Mark 2. 1. Oh my gosh.
0: <laughs> <Right>. It surely <laughs> is. The reboot. It really is. But uh, we hope you look forward to it. Thank you so much for listening to our little show. Um, we only want to make it better and, and improve it for you. Um, I appreciate Josh for taking taking the the, um, the the driver's seat on this one, giving me a break for two weeks so I can get to work on some more Medin for you all. So I look forward to sharing that with you, and I had a wonderful time. But this ends uh, the current Josh's One Shot. Please remember that we love you very very much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Toodles. Bye-bye.
1: Later.